hello everyone and welcome to a special episode of the flying bison podcast it's another episode of the flying bison presents this time it is the vanishing act one shot and i am joined by a couple new voices tonight as well as a couple stale old voices who you have heard so many times uh i'm gonna introduce those old voices first and get them out of the way and then we're gonna get to the real players for the night johnny steve how the heck are you no, just move I'm on. Justin. They don't care that we're here. stale. <laughs> <laughs> just feeling really, really both of those things. Thank you. Well, I can uh, smell how stale you are from all the way across the pond. That's what they call it, right? The pond. You know, some people do call it the pond. I like yeah. that. Johnny, how you doing? Oh, I'm fine. Good. Good. Good job keeping <laughs> it short. No one wants to hear from you. <laughs> All right, now on to some new friends we've made, um, and I'm very excited to be playing with them. Uh, they are <laughs> going to be much better improvisers than we are because it's literally in their name. We have got two of the cast of Improv Tabletop here with us, Ned and Christian. Ned and Christian, how's it going? Not too bad. It's been a pretty chill day. I've been playing Metroid Fusion for like the fourth time this year already. Oh, such a good game classic <laughs> i worked all day so i am excited to do something else uh, a little oh. more in my wheelhouse than hr <laughs> <laughs> well christian i was actually going to ask you to just uh like make, do all the numbers on the back end oh yeah me. do all so, the yeah don't play tonight just do some bookkeeping <laughs> for me and uh, I think that'll be a good good space for you. Pull out my Excel uh, skills. <laughs> oh man, I'm sorry you had to work on a, a beautiful Saturday. Uh, all right, well, is. tonight uh, tonight we're in Bossing Say in this little one shot, and so I've got a question for you all. If you snuck into the upper ring of bossing say what would be the first shenanigans you would get into now this is an interesting thing for my or is this us personally as we you, human beings Ned, you or, as a okay <laughs> so not my character who is actively trying to get out of the upper ring of bossing say uh the first thing that i would probably do in the upper ring of bossing say is find just the nicest tea shop i possibly can and chill out you know, I don't need to get up to shenanigans. I just need to relax in a fancy place. It's a good would answer. Be, would you be the type of person that like at a Starbucks is like sitting there all day? Yeah, I would bring my avatar equivalent of my laptop and just spend the entire day <laughs> editing podcasts. <laughs> uh, yeah, I would. Um, I would probably if I'm in the upper ring and I'm not supposed to be probably some shenanigans i feel like they've got some crazy cool museum stuff and i just kind of want to take tours that's not very shenanigan-y but like i'm not supposed <laughs> to be there <laughs> it just i feel like there would be some really cool like armor and just artifacts in some cool place that isn't usually available to the public so maybe i try and sneak in and get a glimpse at some cool stuff touch them maybe even yeah, though the science is, i shouldn't don't do it 
<laughs> well, this is yeah. fun because I am getting to know the two of you. And even though I asked for shenanigans, you gave me a safe, comfortable answer. And that says <laughs> everything I need to know about the two of you. There we go. I think my uh, my my thing is like somewhat in line with, with Christian's answer. Just you know that the Palace Menagerie is better than any publicly available zoo by a mile. And so I'm going to do everything I can to sneak onto the Palace grounds and see what animals they've got in there. You know, I've heard they've got just a bear. Which I've never seen just a bear. I know. Yeah. It's crazy, right? That doesn't make sense. The most exotic <laughs> animal in all of Avatar. <laughs> just, a just a bear. Just a bear. <laughs> yeah, I. Uh, this could reveal my lack of knowledge about truly wealthy people, but I always picture them having <laughs> these fancy parties where everyone's wearing these little masks on a stick type things. 100%. <laughs> like eyes wide shut. I would be... I would be I would be there. I'd be like, I gotta get myself a mask. Doesn't matter how I get it, could steal it, could, you know, buy it, but not with sufficient funds, which is still stealing it. I guess I'm running out of creative options there. I'm gonna steal something. <laughs> I'm gonna wear a mask and I'm gonna like talk in a what I imagine is a fancy voice, but probably won't correspond to what everyone else is doing. <laughs> and uh this... just, just try to just try to play it cool. Maybe make up some stories, embellish a little bit about all of my exploits this sounds like the start of the earth kingdom equivalent of cinderella <laughs> hey yeah uh, it's later revealed that <laughs> yeah you like fall in love with someone drop your mask on the, the only way and... i got a carriage was from some magical witch <laughs> <laughs> well those some of those are shenanigans i so i used to when i was in high school we would sometimes go to this giant parking structure and uh, everything in California is outdoors. So like even the parking structures, you just can see out onto the street and we would, we would cook spaghetti noodles and we would just toss them off the top of that parking structure out of the cars going by. <laughs> and I feel like that would be a lot of fun in the upper ring as well too you wouldn't have cars obviously but like as carriages pass by just <laughs> toss like a bowl of ramen noodles at the carriages coming by i think Oof, fun. hot ramen falling yeah. from the sky <laughs> well i i don't want to scald anybody so it'd be yeah. like room temperature ramen there you go mm -hmm. just for the insult just for the insult yeah and not only is there noodles but now you're covered in broth <laughs> i could just oh. picture a wealthy person getting splashed by that and being like, hmm, it doesn't even taste good. <laughs> How insulting. I, I stumbled, speaking on that, I stumbled on this TikTok series. I don't know her name, but she she takes on this like wealthy woman character and tells these stories about how she goes to these like chain restaurants. And it's oh, the funniest yeah. thing in the entire world. <laughs> oh my gosh. She, I just watched one where she was describing a wealthy woman going to Skyline Chili in Ohio. And... <laughs> It was, it was, it was so magical. I was dying laughing. I feel it's like a banana. What could it lane. cost? Ten dollars? Yeah, it's exactly <laughs> like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is good. Um, well, we've got a little one shot for you tonight. I am optimistic we can do it tonight, but the pessimist in me says that you all will get into some shenanigans. <laughs> and it's gonna take a little bit longer than just tonight oh yeah my character will get into much more shenanigans than ned irl would be comfortable getting into 
<laughs> I expect it. I hope so. Well, how about we uh, how about we jump into it? We'll set up the scenes and introduce your characters along the way and jump into it. Booyah. Let's do it. Here in the middle ring of bossing, say life moves at a pretty steady pace. The mix of lower, middle, and upper class Earth Kingdom citizens ensures that most of the middle ring operates on a fairly mundane day-to-day -day basis. There's the occasional gang, sure, but more often than not, they stick to pretty well-defined territories. And then sometimes, something magical comes to town. The Flying Koi Carnival unfurled their big top a few days ago, and the Toro District has been abuzz since its arrival. The sounds of laughter flood this area of the middle ring, tinted by the smell of fried dough, ramen, and the occasional bean curd puff. And as the camera opens, we see an older man stumbling through an extravagantly purple tent flap. He's got his, uh, in his hands, he has a sticky bun filled with lobster crab. And this <laughs> fire breather in this extravagant and gregarious costume like cartwheels past this figure, accidentally knocking the bun out of their hand. Steve, what does this person look like? Am I the one holding this bun? <laughs> you are the one that just lost their oh. sticky bun. Oh, already such pain. Uh, well, the person who has just lost his bun is dressed in quintessential foggy swamp attire. Um, so he would be wearing uh, plant wrappings, kind of just above the bicep. Um, he would be wearing... Uh, what is it called, Justin? Here, let me switch over to my notes. My apologies. <clears throat> a giant leaf hat, as well as uh, the typical foggy swamp pants, which I've kind of meshed a little bit with spicing up with a little bit more grass skirt. This is none other than Bob Doe. Shall I say more? Please, tell us about <laughs> Bob Doe. There's one thing that's very distinctive among the foggy swamp types on Bob Doe. It's something that sticks out like a sore thumb um, compared to the rest of his outfit. And it is a pristine gold rimmed monocle. And so Bob Doe is looking at his now empty hand through this monocle, squinting curiously, trying to justify the absence of the role that is painfully coursing through his heart. Well, uh, Bob Doe, you have seen the Flying Koi Carnival before. Where was it? It came through town in the uh, foggy swamp where I'm from. Maybe like the, the foggy swamp is new to people, so it might have been like the first ever stop for your, your tribe, right? Maybe that's that's true. I feel like the world's just recently been opened to us and us to them. I mean, we knew yeah. we knew that there was stuff outside the swamp, but I don't think everybody else wanted to come through the swamp for whatever reason. Maybe they just <laughs> didn't think it was appealing as I do. So what brought you back to the flying flying koi carnival? Well, when folks came through uh, last time, um, 
they uh, they caused some some trouble, and I believe they stole something. Now, Justin, you're asking me questions I wish I had confident answers to, but I don't actually remember. <laughs> <laughs> then make it up, my friend. I wish I was belonging to some podcast called Improv Tabletop. I feel like I'd be great <laughs> at this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, as folks came through last time, there were probably some tricksters, um, some ne'er-do-wells. At least it looked like they were. Maybe I was less trusting, having not seen a ton of people from outside the swamp for a while. But in any case, they seemed to be wily types. And um, some things went missing from the town, including... Another monocle, not my own, but one belonging to the same order of tea-loving meditators and flora scholars. Monocle is actually a symbol of my belonging to this elite club. And uh, together we, we celebrate and coordinate the restoration of native plant life. So maybe I'm here to recover that monocle, uh, monocle as well as some of our honor. I love it. Well, you took note of the ringmaster when they were in the foggy swamp. I mean, ringmaster Pung. And you are on the lookout for the ringmaster. And as you're wandering around, you see ringmaster Pung. He is talking to two people. One of them is a middle-aged woman. She has her hair in a Fire Nation bun, but she's wearing diplomatic Earth Kingdom robes. And she's standing next to uh, a younger woman, and she's wearing a military uniform. And you can tell that, uh, based on your own skills of deduction, that this is the detective uniform of the Ba Sing Se police. Ah, uh, the military uniform is. The military uniform is, yes. Uh-huh. But before you have a chance to walk up completely... We cut to another area of the carnival. We see a man. He's sitting at a stool. He's got a canvas in front of him. We can't quite see what he's painting. Oh, that's not quite right. How do, I don't know how to capture this. He mumbles to himself. Uh, if you don't mind me asking, miss, uh, maybe uh, tell me how someone like you ended up in Ba Sing Se. Might give me some inspiration. Johnny, as the camera pans towards the subject of this painting, what do we see? Uh, so this is a young woman. She's she's fairly tall and slender. She's wearing like a tank top. Her arms are uh, really muscular and, and lean. And she's got like uh, like bandages, not bandages quite, but like combat tape, essentially like wrapped around her hands, going up to her elbows and uh, like loose fitting pants that allow for a lot of motion. And uh, the colors are very... Uh, clearly signifying that she's from the fire nation and uh she she responds to the man not now that the war is over i i wanted to see the world mm, that makes sense but be careful miss i never know who's distrusting the fire nation these days uh yeah i'll, I'll be careful all right just about done uh here you go and what was your name uh lynn uh, and <laughs> you can tell that uh, this is like a caricature artist. So they've made you like way taller than you are in real life. You're just <laughs> like this gigantic woman standing over like a bear. So you look even taller. <laughs> um, 
thank thank you. It's that'll be nice. thirty yuan. Oh, um, uh, oh, here you go. That's a fair a fair price, I guess. <laughs> so you walk away, you just hear him go, <laughs> sucker. <laughs> uh, Lynn, how did you get tickets to the Flying Koi Carnival? Oh, uh, when when Lynn was uh, walking through Bossing Se, just kind of taking in the sights, there was a guy on the corner shouting about the carnival and offering offering tickets at a, a reduced price. And uh, through conversation, as she's been walking through the city, she's discovered it was actually an increased price. Uh, she's been taken advantage of a lot since she's gotten to Bossing Se. Mm-hmm. Uh, you hate to see the scalping. <laughs> uh you are actually walking around Lynn and you see the person who sold you that ticket. It is a middle-aged gentleman. He's wearing fancy carnival gear. He's got the big top hat on and the fancy suit. Uh, and he is talking to a middle-aged woman with a Fire Nation bun on top. Fire uh, uh Earth Kingdom diplomat clothes. And there looks to be a younger woman standing next to her in a what looks like a military uniform to you. And they're having a very heated discussion with the person who scalped you this ticket. And before you have a chance to walk up, we're going to go to one last place. Towards the back of this gigantic nine block carnival, we see a small tent. We see a number of the carnival workers. It looks like they're just hanging out. Maybe they're taking a break. This is where they they live and stay in between their acts here at the carnival. And there's a small tent that has a wooden sign that says tryouts. And walking out of the tent are two figures. Christian and Ned, why don't you tell us what those figures look like? Of course. If you were to assume that my character was a member of the carnival based on his clothing, you probably, well, you would be deceived, unfortunately, because despite all of Bukio's best efforts, every single time he's tried to get into the carnival, he has been rejected because he is a horrible athlete. Uh, He (laughs) is a 12-year-old little fancy lad who desperately, every single time the carnival comes to town, has tried to run away. And this is the year, 100%, that he is not going to get turned away. Uh, He is pretty short. He's about four foot even. And he's got a very, very distinguished upper ring bowl cut and a large pair of spectacles. And his clothing is voluminous and ostentatious. Lots of silks and some velvets and ribbons covered with beads and a couple bells, some other jangly bits. And not only is this the kind of vestment that is definitely going to get him into the circus, it also is covering up the fact that he has a little contraption that he's wearing with his technology training. He has built himself sort of a spring suit of sorts, various armatures that are weighted and counterweighted with springs to help him leap a little higher and to run a little faster, uh, essentially juicing himself via technology to hopefully give himself a better chance of actually making it into the carnival this year, which is definitely 100% actually going to happen this time. 100%. <laughs> Pull in for you. Oh, thank you. And next to him, you see 
pushing out through the the flaps of the tent a hulking figure uh broad tall but a boyish face probably 16 or 17 um boon lai is an obvious earthbender peasant um wearing the greens and golds of the kingdom on his shoulder he has his little friend ting ting uh a frog squirrel whom he met uh near his town and he is just looking around with wonder in his eyes at the big city it's all so marvelous and wonderful here um he's glad that he has a that that he ran into um bukiyo so early so that they could help kind of acclimate him to such a new environment uh, kind of got a little lost and turned around in such a, a new place but uh, bukiyo has been very helpful in all of that before i ask this question as you're looking around Bunlai, at some of the carnival workers who are just taking a break in between their shifts uh they'll like whisper they'll like lean in and whisper to each other and then back away you see like a couple that it you swear it maybe kind of looks like they pull out like a necklace or something but it, they put it away too quickly it's kind of hard to kind of hard to see what exactly they're pulling out but how did the audition go well i feel pretty good about it um I Ting Ting really helped me out. He was a really good partner for my act, and so I feel good about it. Feel like it went really, really well this time. I think I'm going to get in. I'd like to be a performer. Bukio, how about you? How did your audition go? Uh I think I'm going to leave that up to the dice actually. I'm just going ah, to roll okay. with <laughs> What do you think I should roll with to see how well my audition went? <laughs> well, based on what you've said, it definitely feels like a push your luck. Ooh, boy. Uh, <laughs> see, I'll find that here in Foundry. Pushing my luck. Holy cow. That's an 11. Nice. That's pretty good. Okay. All right. You are sort of standing there, and it, it doesn't take very long. They're pretty quick about their decisions. But uh, eventually, this um, pretty average-sized man walks up. He's wearing uh, the normal Flying Koi Carnival garb, except uh, each of them have... Uh, the there's like stripes on the robes denoting like if they're from a nation or if they're a bender so this one has blue stripes down his robes and he goes uh yes you two you had the frog squirrel yes and you jumped very high that was very impressive oh i jumped so incredibly high the highest i've ever jumped in my life yeah um ting ting held the apple really good when i threw the knife I, I i hit it right in the middle so i think i did a good job if you liked it uh i i am wondering um are you a, a joint do you come together as a package or 
Uh, me would, would you prefer it that way? If you want both of us together, that we can definitely make that happen, you know? Oh, yeah. I I like him. I, Me and the frog squirrel are definitely together. We are a duo. Oh, um... Well, we were interested in the frog squirrel and the boy that jumps high. <laughs> oh. Okay. So you, you can be his manager, you know. You can come on and do all of, like, the sort of background work, all of the spreadsheets and the numbers and whatnot. Bukio, this is why you are the smart one. You are the brains of the operation. I can be the manager for Ting Ting. Yeah, I like it. Uh, don't know if we've... All right. Uh, well, I I can't approve that. You can't speak to uh, the ringmaster. Um, he would have to approve of you being a manager for an act. Generally, he's the manager for the acts. But uh, if you were to check in with him, perhaps you could convince him that you can manage the frog squirrel. I don't know how much managing a frog squirrel needs, but... Oh, he's rather feisty. If he doesn't Ribbit. get, <laughs> if he doesn't get his uh, his fly nuts, it's uh, he gets very upset, you know. So he needs a lot of managing. And Ting Ting is just staring with those like dead frog eyes at this man. <laughs> they never blink at the same time. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, we would be more than happy to go and speak with Ringmaster Pung about this potential opportunity. Uh, I think he's um, probably somewhere in the by the big top would be my guess. Yes, yes. All right. Uh, let's go. Let's go. Let's go find Ringmaster Pung. And when we're out of like eye shot of this guy, I leap up to grasp onto Boon Lai's lapels because he's so much taller than me. And I get very close into his face and I say, Boon Lai, this is the first year that I've ever actually gotten to speak with the ringmaster. This is such a beautiful thing. We're sure to make it in. Don't you worry. Oh, wow. It's my first time talking to him too. I'm so excited. Yes, beginner's luck. Don't you worry. And I pat him on the cheek a couple times and drop down and start sprinting. Well, tr not trying not to sprint, trying to move in a completely like normal way as quickly as I can to the ringmaster, <laughs> kind of clanking and squeaking coming from my uh, my armature, sort of loosely veiled by the jangling of my beads and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And eventually the two of you come upon, uh, come upon this scene of ringmaster Pung talking to two women, a middle-aged woman with a Fire Nation bun and in Earth Kingdom diplomat robes, and then a younger woman who looks like she's wearing military garb. And it is at this point that the four of you all converge on this scene. And as you get closer, you can tell that uh, this is not a friendly conversation. Uh, the middle-aged woman is yelling at ringmaster pong she goes I, she, the last time she was here was she was here that's the last time i saw her you you took her and the younger woman puts her like hand on this woman's shoulder and goes please please just uh just calm down a bit it's not this is not uh, oh, uh, this is not good uh no this is not the way to solve a case at all this look let's just find some evidence or facts let's stop yelling at people 
is everything okay? Uh, we were told to talk to Master Pung, and it seems like he's a little preoccupied. You're darn right he's preoccupied. He stole my daughter! I, I did not steal anything from anybody. It's... I... I'm innocent. I haven't done anything at all. Of course he's innocent. Ringmaster Pung is the most upstanding citizen to ever grace the streets of Bossing Say. He, I, he charged I me look too around much for and a ticket. I, I look around <laughs> and I say, well, it could have been, you know, this woman, maybe, or, or this guy. That they could have stolen your daughter. And I point at Bob Doe and Lynn. At this point, Bob Doe steps forward, his hairy barrel chest, kind of pushing smaller people out of the way, which... Might include uh, Bukio. Oh, definitely includes Bukio. He is a, an intense pushover. He has no coordination. <laughs> and he doesn't even like seem to notice that he's pushed you over with his chest as he steps towards the... These are adults, correct, Justin? Yes, yes. Uh, these are right, adults. The one in diplomat's clothes. And yeah, and he says, somebody say something about a case? I don't trust I this punk fella. And if he stole your daughter, well, that'd be the second thing I know he stole. Well, uh, oh, well, there's another. There you have it. Can't trust I'm these so circus folk. The the woman in like the detective's outfit walks up. She's like, oh, "I'm so sorry. Uh, did you say he stole more things from you?" Not from me, but I have it on good authority. He stole a monocle with a gold rim, and he winks through his monocle with a gold rim. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is concerning. Um, boy, I, oh, this is becoming a lot more complicated than I intended it to be. Um, perhaps, perhaps could you give us the details so that we can know exactly what's going on here? I say as uh, in one of my hands, I have a crabster-filled sticky bun with a little bit of dirt on it that I'm kind of munching on. <laughs> Four things them circus folks have been stealing. <laughs> I could have sworn I just had a sticky roll with some lobster on it. Give me that. Oh, of course, and I hand it over dirt and all. He looks at the dirt surreptitiously and then eats the whole roll. <laughs> uh, Bukio, why don't you give me a plead? Yes, There's, that is in Foundry. That is a nine. Oh boy, on a nine. Well, I don't, I probably shouldn't let you in on an official case. Um, I work official oh, cases. We're being good hands. I don't know about these strange types, but I can take care of you. And he winks again through the gold rim lens and pulls out a dragon bubble pipe and starts bubbling mm -hmm. it. <laughs> um, oh, uh, look, uh, how about this? Um, I'll tell you what's going on, but this is like an un unofficial capacity. Like, if you solve the case, it has, like, I'm the one that solved the case. That's the only understand? way I work. I'm not sure I've ever worked in an official capacity. But as I said, don't worry. You're in good hands. Uh, well, and she gestures to the uh, other woman. Why don't you tell him what's going on? <sighs> Last night, my daughter Rose came here to the Flying Koi Carnival. 
I have not seen her since. And I, I don't know where she is. She's, she's generally a good kid. Um, she gets into trouble sometimes. But she's a she's a good kid. And I just, I don't, I don't know what happened to her. Don't know where she is. Does this grieving mother look like she might be upper ring material? Uh, you are from the upper ring? A hundred percent, yes. Um, the only mm. type of people who would be wearing this garb, uh, like she's wearing like official politician diplomat garbs. Interesting. This being the case, this might be a stretch, but is there any chance that I have heard of Rose before? Um... You know what? Uh, I'm not even going to make you roll. I think that makes sense. You're from the upper ring. Uh, mm. uh, well, let me ask you this, Ned. Um, the uh, Bukio's like his circle that he runs in. Like, what is the circle in the upper ring that Bukio? I know he's running away, you said, but like his family, what, what circle is he a part of? Yeah, his parents have just the most boring jobs possible. Like, his father has an abacus collection that is his most prized possession in the entire world. And <laughs> this is not the life that Bukio wants to get into. So this is kind of the ring that his family works in. Bukio himself does not really work within any rings because nobody will let him into their ring. He just kind of skirts around the edges of a lot of rings. Okay. Uh, hence why when he hears the name Rose, his heart kind of skips a beat as he has seen her from across the courtyard a few times, but has never built up the courage to speak to her. A hundred percent. There was a period where one of the rings you were trying to get into one of the social circles, but they're like bad boys and bad girls of the upper ring. Mm -hmm. Rose is a troublemaker. She Ooh. is constantly fighting against the sort of hoity-toity upper ringness and was constantly getting into trouble. Mm. And I'm I'm a little bit peeved that even with my awesome edgy bowl cut, I didn't manage to make it into the bad kid crowd. But still, <laughs> I like I hear about this disappearance of Rose, and I am doubly invested now in this situation. You said your daughter went missing. Her name is Rose. Yes, yes. Have you checked the garden? Abdo looks sideways no. at him. I just oh. think it makes sense. That's where I would keep a rose. Oh, I I see the confusion. Um, And she turns to the detective. Is there anyone else who can look into this? <laughs> um, do, do her tears seem genuine? Or does she, does she seem like she's maybe putting something on a little bit? No, no. She definitely seems like she's a grieving mother who okay. can't find her daughter. You do notice that when... Uh, Boon Lai says that Ting Ting on his shoulder kind of comes up and slaps him in the back of the head uh, with his little froggy tongue. <laughs> oh, oh, her daughter, I understand now. Thank you, Ting Ting. That makes more sense. A frog squirrel, my. That's, well, at least there's somebody intelligent here besides me. <laughs> <laughs> Well, ma'am, anything else you know about Rose before she went missing? Um, well, uh, there was, she has, well, she's just been distant 
I guess lately. I don't. Mm. I, I, Acting I, strange I and whatnot. Yes. I saw her hanging out with this rough, rough looking woman. Just horrible. And so I, I had our housekeeper follow her. And um, this woman was uh, frequenting Stone Kettle Tea Shop. I don't, I don't even know what that is. You're telling me you hired a Rose PI to follow your daughter because she was hanging out with an ugly woman? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> my housekeeper does not have private investigating skills. She She's incredible at cleaning a bathroom. Absolutely just impeccable and spotless. Oh, I have um, to look into that. Yeah, you can mind slipping me a note with her name on it. But uh, I, uh, Yes, and she like We have the dirtiest bathrooms in the Foggy Swamp, let me tell you. <laughs> she, Sometimes she people do house can't calls. tell where the swamp ends and the bathroom begins. But uh, <laughs> we'll get that sorted out if we can get the right person, you know. But anyway, what were we talking uh, about? Ah, your daughter. Yes, yes. So, uh, just you actually, you've done some good work, lady. Uh, you said she went to what kettle? Uh, it's, uh, it's called the, the Stone Kettle. I don't know. It's it's a tiny tea shop. Sounds generic to me, but uh, I'll take a look around, see what I can't dig up for you. Name's Bob Doe. It's a pleasure. And she, like, after you talked about how filthy the toilets are in the foggy swamp and watching you eat a, a dust-covered sticky bun, she, like, looks at your hand for a moment and then, like, awkwardly, like, grabs it, but just a little bit so she doesn't get her hand dirty. Bob Doe observes this behavior astutely and gives the opposite hand, which makes for a very awkward-looking handshake. But <laughs> says, don't worry, this one's my shaken one. Oh, uh, going to have to get used to the foggy swamp people. I heard rumors about you, and it's all culture, true. Culture, every just... heard. Oh, um, <laughs> all right. Well, uh, any more questions? Uh, Would I have a question? Um, but it's not for you. You're a very rude lady. Um, <laughs> and I think your idea is not that helpful. But we'll do it anyway. Um, my question is for Master Pong. You see, we um, just tried out for the circus. We both did really well, but this lady seems to be causing you some problems. So if we perhaps clear your name, uh, could we maybe guarantee ourselves a spot on the circus? My, uh, yes, my adopted son talked to you, and, uh, hmm, I believe that we could come to that agreement. Uh, hmm. Oh, you, you're in the business of adopting sons, are you? <laughs> That's a rough business, that is. <laughs> I would not say it's a business, uh, more as something that I did once and don't plan to do ever again. Um, huh. oh, okay, that, that's fine. That's fine. Don't you worry, though. Don't you worry. We will get your name cleared. Don't you worry at all. Wait a minute. Now, you, you kids mean to say that you aren't already in the circus? You look like oh. the circus type. Oh, I look... Did you hear that? I look like the circus type. That is delightful indeed. Don't you worry. Don't you worry. We're going to get along just perfectly. Oh, well, if you're not in the circus yet, maybe you're still decent kids. <laughs> I'm sorry I misjudged you. And and what about you, young lady? Um, I'm if if I help, can I get maybe a refund for my ticket? 
<laughs> what did you charge this young woman, Mr. Pung? I don't know what you're talking about. I charge the normal amount for a ticket, and no one can prove otherwise. <laughs> you don't give receipts? Absolutely not. What kind of businessman do you think I am? He leans, uh, Bob Doe leans into Lynn really close. We'll get your money back and then some. <laughs> Thank you. How much, uh, did, how much did you pay, though? Uh, about four times the amount that everyone else did, I think. <laughs> then we'll take about four times that by the end of this. Oh, wow. That's that's stealing. Um, <laughs> that's uh, one word. <laughs> Ringmaster, I just um, if if you don't give me a refund, if we help you, I'll be forced to use my bending to burn down your tent. <laughs> Wow, Fire Nation vibes there. Uh, oh dear, we, we cannot allow this. We we tr- we must make sure that this all works out correctly because if this tent burns down, my entire livelihood is going up in smoke, literally. <laughs> uh, Justin, may I attempt to use my move Straight Shooter? Ah, tell me what Straight Shooter is. When you tell an NPC the blunt, honest truth about what you really think of them and their plans, roll with focus. <laughs> uh, I'd like uh, to roll... Uh, against the mother figure. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah. Why don't you go ahead and roll straight shooter? All right. Oh, no. <laughs> That's not good. That's no, not good. That's not good. <laughs> yeah, that's a three plus two, so a five. <laughs> um. Follow that up a little bit more for me. So you said that I think your plan is dumb. Yeah, I, I, I think you're a really rude lady and I don't think your plan is very smart, but we're going to help you out because uh, we need to. What <laughs> your balance? Let's see here. <laughs> um. Wow, that was so rude. Uh, how about this instead? How about at this point now, you find my daughter like you've already agreed to do. Um, and if you don't, I have considerable resources and can bring them down on to bear on you. And I don't think you want to know what happens if I do that. You and know I would that- like for you to shift towards loyalty away from confidence. Will do. You she know the bear. Very... Wow. That's really impressive and a little scary. Rest assured, ma'am, we will pull no stops unturned. I burn the midnight oil at both ends. I don't... Um, that's not how that goes. <laughs> what? Well, perhaps how we mean? can burn our way on down to the stone kettle and see what we can find. Sounds like a reasonable place to start. Man, before we go, I just have one more question. All right, last question, and then I am done talking to the four of you. If Rose were upset, do you know what kind of place she would go to, given that you paid your butler or whatever to follow her for days? Uh, it wasn't a day, and it wasn't Rose. It was this atrocious-looking woman she was following. Um. Oh, all right, well, do you know your daughter well enough to know where she goes when she's feeling <laughs> a little poo-poo? 
you know, sad and down and please no more toilet talk. Um, Fair enough. I regrettably, I am quite busy being the Fire Nation diplomat here in the Earth Kingdom. And Rose and I don't spend as much time as I would like to. So so you don't know? We're all right. Well we'll we'll I, get going then know. to that kettle place. Thank you, miss. As we're getting ready to leave, Lynn walks up to her and puts her hands on both of her shoulders and just says, On my honor as a firebender, we will find your daughter. Firebenders have honor. <laughs> did Bob Doe say that out loud? Firebender. <laughs> yeah, Bob Doe did say that out loud. Uh, then Lynn wheels around and just goes, "What did you say?" Uh, come on, Moonlight. Come on, let's go. Let's go down to the stone kettle. Haha, <laughs> things are getting a bit heated over here. Yep. I'm Bob Doe just blows intense bubbles into his pipe and stares down. Hmm. <laughs> where best be get going then? Um, Come on, let's get your money, fire girl. As you're leaving, the detective goes, um, here's my uh, contact information and where you can find me. My name's uh, Detective Zimming. And, uh, well, if you have any questions about the case or if I've, I've found anything, I mean, obviously I'll be still investigating this on my side, but please uh, inform me of anything that you find and uh, let's get this solved, team. Yeah? Of course. We'll do it. And I uh, once again begin definitely not sprinting, walking very normally in the direction of the Stone Kettle Tea Shop. <laughs> it's so normal. It's so normal. We have to go out of our way to mention how normal it is. Yeah. I'm the normalest little 12 year old boy who's only four feet tall that you ever did see. I like, I'm just imagining, yeah, like all of your steps are just like a foot too far. You know what I mean? So it just looks like you're like bounding, but you're trying to make your bounding look normal. Mm-hmm. Um, you, the uh, stone kettle is uh tucked here in the middle ring it's in this row of restaurants and there are tons of people eating at these restaurants and you're like following the directions and the address you're like walking past all these restaurants and you turn down this like back alley corner away from all the restaurants and there's like a single little dingy tea shop it's just got like it's so tiny it's got just like room for like two people to order and stand. And then it looks like there's like a place where they grab all the supplies from the back. And that's it. Mm. There is a woman. Uh, she's got um, pretty short hair. The left side of it is buzzed. And then like the it kind of swoops uh away from that like to the right side so like you can see that the left side's buzzed she's got like a scar over her right eye she looks ripped beyond all belief do i potentially recognize this as one of the locations that the bad kids like to frequent uh this is in the middle ring um but I'm sure that all the bad kids would occasionally come to the middle ring to, to let off steam and get away from the eyes of their parents. Uh, 
yeah, sure. Why not? Hmm. I'm going to sidle on up to the counter with my bad kid bowl cut and say, yes, hello, I would like one cup of oolong. We don't have oolong. Ah, oh dear. Uh, I immediately just like step back to my friends and let them take the lead on this. Are you gonna? <laughs> do you? And you're just gonna step away? Well, do you have when, meat? <laughs> like meat? Yeah, you know, sometimes people have street meat. She like hits the wooden sign at the top that just says the Stone Kettle Tea Shop. You tell me, what do you? Th- do we have meat? I looked at Ting Ting. Do you think they have meat? <laughs> oh, probably just tea then. Okay. Um, could I get um? Ooh, no oolong. Could I get uh some? Just some green tea. Um, and some answers. What are you talking about? I sure green tea. Fine. Yes. So you and your that, friends. Well, now that I have established myself as a dolt and an idiot and someone who does not deserve to be paid attention to, I would like to look around this place and see if I can find any sort of secret back room or anything. Why don't you assess the situation for me, man? Uh, it honestly feels super weird to be rolling dice while playing this game. This is the <laughs> first time I've ever done. It. I know it. I know it. All right, that's a seven. Partial success, at least. Ask me a question. Okay. What's my best way in? You are watching this woman go away from the counter where she takes orders and back towards the storage area. And you are watching intently as she opens the door, closes it, and you swear that the wind from opening the door loosens this canvas and under the canvas it looks like there's a staircase that goes down i very gently nudge bobdo in the shin with my elbow and i jerk my head in the direction of that canvas flap Mm. bobdo nods and steps forward now, uh, what's a honest, handsome, barrel-chested man got to do to uh, get into the back room here, miss? Oh, oh okay. What just okay? <laughs> <laughs> and from like she <laughs> comes in uh, back into the little stall area, carrying uh, a really raggedy-looking tea tray that's got a really old pot of tea. There's no way. She begins like pouring out into these four little cups and it's not hot at all. Like there's no way this is fresh tea. It's just been <laughs> sitting back there and she just like haphazardly throws it in front of you. Uh, Bob Doe cuts her off and leans in towards Bukio and winks through his monocle and says, don't worry, I'm a master of discretion. Ah, yes, ma'am. What are you talking about? You've seen everything that the stone kettle has got to offer, so I'm not Bob, quite Bob sure. Bob just lifts up the flap. Uh, What's down there? The flap is the flap is behind the. Oh, my bad. Yeah, yeah. So you're like at the counter. 
and it's behind this the stall area. Is the counter one of those lift tops? So someone could like lift up a, a board of wood and go in? No, it's just like, um, so these are really common in Japan too. There's just these like tiny little shops. That's just like a two person counter for people to eat. It's like a stall, like a, a stall. There's one person that stands behind the counter, gotcha. takes the orders. They'll go like, maybe they've got the kitchen and behind the stall. And that's what this is. So she walks behind the stall where the storage is and the tea is. And is when she opened the door to go behind the stall that Bukio saw this canvas flap open. Gotcha. So there's no real easy way to access it, huh? No, but you did already ask her about it. So I did. She's like, uh, no. Um, I mean, obviously, you just kind of see uh, see the stall here. Lin, Lin, like, up this point, Lin, Lin like leans up on the on the counter and goes, it, "It's okay." Uh, Rose sent us and winks. Oh, that's a move. I gotta figure <laughs> out. <laughs> Hope you're lucky. You mean Bob Doe's <laughs> blunders aren't moves? <laughs> <laughs> there should be a blunder move for sure. Um, there should be a blunder your way to genius move. <laughs> why don't yeah? Why don't you push your luck? Okay. Seven. Come. Partial success. Lynn, you bend over and this woman quick as a whip just grabs your head and pins you down onto the counter what do you know about Rose tell me right now you better let go of me or I'm going to burn this place down (laughs) okay I'm noticing a pattern And, yeah, uh, she, she'll do it. She's, uh, I think she's serious about that. Also, please don't hurt her. We mean no harm. Uh, and um, with her hand like against your head, you can feel the back of your head starting to heat up. And she goes, just try and burn this place down. All right. Tell me what you know about Rose right now. <laughs> um, We know that she's missing and that she was with an ugly woman and you're ugly. <gasps> well, I wouldn't have said that myself, but, but now that she mentions it, it's a possible uh, fit. Well, I think, I think she's quite a striking woman actually. Is uh, striking's the word. Yeah. Strikingly ugly. I challenge you to an Agni Kai. If you are a firebender. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Let's not get into all this, young folks. We don't. We Come don't. On, really, we don't really mean all that. I meant right it. here, right now. You, I'm, I'm, you tell me where. I'm, I'm honor bound to say yes. <sighs> well, I'm not familiar with uh, Angie Key. You said Agni Kai. I don't hear the difference. Um, so, who who is who is she? Uh, first off, I would like uh, Lynn to mark a fatigue. That was the uh, 
what it costs to scrape by. You'll push your luck. Cool. Also, do you want me to roll my challenge move? Because that's what I was trying to. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go for it. Yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Let's do an Agni Kai in the streets of the middle ring of the Earth Kingdom. Great idea. Man, this I definitely could use my peacemaker move, but while these guys are distracted, I really want to sneak into that yeah. stall. Uh, I will let you do that in just a second. Um, you rolled what? Johnny on your challenge move? I rolled a five. So so I rolled a five. Well, on a miss, they dismiss your challenge and refuse to fight. (laughs) So which is it's perfect. She's just still holding you down. And she goes, You're you are not even worth my time. I have you pinned. I no. I'm not going to fight you. And she like lifts your head up. Uh, I would like for you to, well, you tell me what you think uh, Lynn is feeling in that moment. Uh, Probably insecure out of, out of all. Yeah. I, I would guess that. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Uh, uh, in light of this, actually, maybe I would like to try and use my peacemaker move. All right, go for it. When you walk calmly into the middle of a fierce conflict and plead with the fighters to stop, I can mark a fatigue to ensure that they care about what I think and that they listen to me. Okay, go for it. Where did my moves go? I did not know you had that. Give me a second to add that. So I'm going to plead with an NPC. And it's essentially the same uh, conditions as the regular plead with an NPC move. Except okay. that it ensures they care about what I'm saying, but if it fails, then things mm. are a little bit worse. And <laughs> sure enough, it did. I rolled a six. Thanks. <laughs> yep. On a miss, the conflict <laughs> burns far hotter than you had imagined, and now you're dead in the crosshairs of the angry fighters. Brace yourself, <laughs> it says. Is it possible for me to help, Justin? Well, uh, with a miss, I get to make a mo- Well, actually, sure. Tell me what you would do to, to help. And I'm sorry, what did Bukio just say? Or did he say anything yet? On this? Uh, I would step into the middle of these two and be like, oh dear, dear, let's not be so improper. This is a place of business, a a well, a reputable establishment, obviously. I know what a reputable establishment looks like. To that, Bob Doe will add, how, how old does this person seem to be, this tea shop attendant? Uh, they are young adult okay all right so i've still got some years on them as a Mm middle-aged man all right Mm -hmm. i think i'm just gonna try to work the age here a little bit in my calmest bob doe voice now uh young folks i know it can be easy to get riled up and we didn't start off on the best foot here but i promise that uh we can make things right again without fire and uh you know Maybe uh, maybe I'm sticking my neck out here on a limb, but we can make this peaches and roses again. All right. Mark that fatigue and Bukio, your plead becomes a seven. All right. So this woman hearing both of these things, it looked like for a moment she was about to 
throw hands. And then the fire in her hands dissipates and she goes, Serenity, okay, Serenity. And as she's kind of calming herself down, I step in again and I'm like, uh, I'm terrible. Do you? Well, I just, I really wanted to see Rose and I, it's, it's unfortunate. I lost my flowers in the middle ring while I was on my way here. I just, I, I really want to see Rose. <sighs> okay. Um. And I put on my best gentlemanly suitor sort of demeanor. And I'll, uh, behind him, I'll give a big wink. <laughs> Well, I uh, I don't think uh, Rose is quite into, and she gestures to Bukio, <laughs> <laughs> that um, just answer. I need to make sure first. What is your plan with Rose? I look back and forth between all my friends and I step forward and say, well, I would never forgive myself if I didn't at least try, you know? You I can do it. I didn't mean like, no, no. I didn't mean like that. Follow your heart. Oh my gosh. I'm really regretting this decision I'm about to make. Um, If you found Rose as a group collectively, what would you do? Oh, we, sorry. I didn't realize it wasn't clear. He hired us. We are all singers uh, <laughs> to serenade her. I'm a beautiful uh, tenor. I didn't know if you could tell. A counter tenor, in fact. It, it, that is exactly true. Um, I think Lynn kind of sees her not being very enthusiastic about the responses she's getting. Uh, Lynn is like at this point standing up against the wall with her arms crossed, kind of pouting. Um, and she just goes, if we find her, we're going to try and help get her back to her mom if that's what she wants, or at least tell her mom where she is. That's why we're here. If I told you where she is, would you consider not telling her mom? If you told us where she is and we got a chance to talk to her, then and Lynn looks around at the others. Yes? Well, yeah. I mean, if her mom didn't seem like the cream of the litter. So if you tell me she's not good, then she's no good. <sighs> All right. Is it cream of the litter judgment. or pick of the crop? Pick it's, of the crop? It's neither of those things. Nope, neither of those things. You're both wrong. Both counts. Um <laughs> <laughs> Now, what was I, it then? Was it the... It's just pick stop the, talking. Just, uh, oh. I'll wait. I'll wait until you figure it out. It, 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 it's an it, un understandable mistake. It's a pebble of the boulder. That oh, sounds serenity, right. Serenity, serenity, serenity. Calm, calm. I reach over and I grab one of the cold teacups <sighs> and I hold it over to Lynn. Um, could you heat this up for me a little bit? Oh, oh of course. And Lynn You're not going to want to drink cup. that. <laughs> uh, I, I want to give Lynn a little a little win so that she can have a little bit of fire bending, and then I will drink it. Uh, Lynn is you watch Lynn like concentrate and furrow her brow and uh, attempt with all sincerity and 
uh, just really, really hard to heat up this tea. And it is just as cold as when it started when she hands it back to you. Ooh, so hot. So very hot. It. Oh, my firebending is going to come in any day. I know it. Now wait just a swamp darn minute. <laughs> it was pick of the crop. This. It was. Oh, goodness. <laughs> What's so hard to understand about this, Lin's firebending's going to kick in any day. I'm definitely making into the circus. This is all just sure stuff. <laughs> oh. Sorry. Serenity, yeah. serenity, serenity. That's, uh, does it work okay. when you say that? I feel like that's got to be Not if you're use. talking over me. Not if you're talking over me. Blows bubbles okay. into his pipe. Uh, I, I'm Hua, the ugly woman that Rose was hanging out with. Thanks for that, by the way. So I was just uh, trying to goad you. <laughs> you see, this yeah. is only what Rose's mother said. All the more reason for us not to tell Rose's mother. I mean, as my friend here can attest, and I elbow Boon Lai in the shins, very rude woman. Yeah, I said that exact thing. All right. Uh... Come on. And she like, there's like a, a sign that says open. She just turns it to close. <laughs> well, now we can't come in. Nope. <laughs> no, you can't. No, just walk around the stall. And she just like walks behind the stall and like pops out in between the stall and like the storage. He's like, just come Ooh. back here. I'm, I'm from a different place, but this technology <laughs> is very amusing. He walks around the <laughs> stall. It's just walls. What technology? <laughs> As I walk through the canvas flap, a little chill goes down my spine and I flip my bowl cut to the side because I'm finally one of the bad kids. <laughs> Is she actually ugly? Uh, she's not. She's not ugly. <laughs> she's, she, I mean, obviously like the, the haircut and the scar, like she's, she's rough looking. Like she's shown that she could, beat the heck out of most of you if she like wanted to but she's not ugly looking at all in that case Boon Lai is definitely stealing glances every now and then <laughs> and you're you're like walking down the stairs past the flap down into the ground she's like I see that stop looking at me just well, she, pay attention Focus, all of you, focus for like literally like five minutes, please. That's a long time, but sorry. Okay. I'm just I have a minus one to focus, cool. but I'll try my best. <laughs> oh my god. All right, okay. Um, Rose is down here with uh, the rest of the Paper Lantern gang. Uh, I look, I should not need to warn you. Just watch yourselves, all right. I'm one of the nicer ones, okay? So just don't say anything stupid. And she looks at Bob Doe, and then she looks at Bukio, and then she looks at Boone. She like can't figure out like which one to focus that comment towards. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll be on our best behavior. Thank you, uh, Hua. Was Hua? Chill. Hua, yes, Hua. Thank you, Hua. Okay, just chill, okay? Um, I'm a big fan and, of the paper kites. I mean, lanterns. 
yeah, paper lanterns. Um, and as you walk down, uh, you can actually see that like adorning. Once you get past the stairs, it opens up into this room that's got a couple doors off of it. And there's this giant receiving area. And on the walls of this room, there are a bunch of like ornate and very artistic like paper cutouts. There are some like beautifully crafted paper lanterns hanging from the, the roof. And then along the walls are just these like beautiful like paper pictures, like to the point where like you look and like one of them almost looks like a paper like portrait of the Earth King and his bear. Like it's intricate and beautiful. And you're walking past and off to the left, one of the doors is open and you can see it looks like uh, it's like a craft room. There's a bunch of paper strewn everywhere and like craft supplies and standing at the table as you're walking past this room is just this meat of a man like huge beyond all compare like shaved head his muscles are like his arm is like twice the size of bukio and oh boy. <laughs> he is just delicately cutting pictures into this paper i look up at the portrait of the earth king and i'm like goodness this could easily fetch 1000 yuan Oh, uh, yeah, well, uh, Kong's not gonna sell any of his art. That would, yeah, he's not gonna do that. It's for him. I don't know. We tried. Look, if you talk to Kong, don't, don't bring it up, okay? He doesn't like people, like, he's kind of sensitive. He's a little sensitive about, about the, like, artistic thing. It's nice to meet another man who's sensitive. <laughs> okay, oh. thank you for thank you for letting me know. No, don't get me wrong, he is not sensitive. He oh. will he will squish you. Okay, that's I'm that's the vibe I was getting originally, and I was hoping <clears throat> maybe I was wrong, but okay, okay. No, no, you were very right. You were very <laughs> right. Alright, uh Rose is just uh just this way. And uh, you continue down into this compound and you go up to another door and Qua opens it and it's like a room. It's got a, a single like queen size bed in it, like a desk and, and whatnot. And uh, what you can only see, well, Bukio, you would know, is Rose. You see Rose sitting at the desk. She looks fine. She turns around and she goes, what I I thought I said not to bring anybody down here. It's okay. They're they know you, I guess. I've never met any of these people in my entire life. Oh, who you, are you haven't? You you've ne never met me. Oh, okay. Bukio's here to tell you he loves you. <laughs> and I look at, I look at the other two and I go. We start the singing now. A one and a two and a one two three. Bukio loves you. Yeah, I'm coming home, Rose. Rose. Beautiful. I blush so incredibly hard, and I just like curl into a ball and roll to the opposite side of the room. <laughs> like roll perfectly as an orc. 
an orb of self. Yeah, I've, I've got my spring suit that turns me into a master acrobat now. So I just, <laughs> yes. yep, I just roll and wallow in the corner. Yes, I didn't know he could do that. That's that's a neat trick. Yeah, very Metroid. Um, <laughs> I wonder why, Ned. <laughs> I wonder why. Um, the, the two are just. Rose just stares at the three of you awkwardly singing and then looks at Hua and Hua just like shrugs and goes, I'm, I'm so sorry, my love. And she like walks up and gives Rose this like really tender hug and then a kiss. And then Hua turns around and goes, okay, um, you found Rose. Yay. I yes, walk, you found me. I walk over and I pick up Bukio under my arm, still in his little rolled up form, and I give him a little pat and I say, Oh, well, better luck next time. Looks like it wasn't in the cards for you. And speaking of cards, like I have in my hand, Love Actually style, a series of cards, <laughs> and I rip up the one that says, To me, you are perfect. <laughs> That does, I, that's I not actually canonical you. if you don't want it to be. No, <laughs> no there's actually there's a, a Fire Emblem Iron players play called Love Actually. Oh, perfect. Uh, they put on every Christmas. Uh, it's. They, uh, no, uh, Hua goes, I, I tried to warn you, tried to warn you. Yes. Um, well, so you found me. Um um are you going to so i take it that you don't want us to tell your lovely mother who is very worried about you uh that you haven't been stolen away by circus freaks is that right oh she's asked you to find me not exactly no, please yeah, she sent a maid to follow hua and uh then oh yeah that's she was complaining that the circus stole you and you're saying she was that's... talking to the ringmaster, all upset, and then we happened to overhear and said, "Well, maybe we can have a look for Rose." But it turns out maybe you don't want to be found. I'm um, obviously fine. Um, no, I don't want to be found. In fact, Hua and I were trying to. Hua, shut the door, and Hua like walks up to the door and shuts it. Uh, Hua and I uh, are trying to escape, and. No, I'm obviously not kidnapped. Um, well, that's not true. Uh, Hua convinced Kong to make it look like I was kidnapped. Oh, so wow. You're, uh, I'm, I'm so so very happy for you. Um, but you, you can say without a shadow of a doubt then that you were not kidnapped by Ringmaster Pong? Uh, no. Um, actually... In, Rose walks up to the door to like put an ear to it to see if anyone is outside and then comes back. Uh, that was just the first step of our plan. Um, so the flying koi carnival came into town and they set, they set up here in the paper lantern gang's territory. And, um, well, obviously Kong didn't like that at all. Uh, so 
we convinced Kong that if I were to appear to be kidnapped at the carnival, we could blame it on the carnival, get them kicked out of their territory, and yip de doody we'd all move on with our lives. But uh, that's only the first step because uh, in order for Hua and I to leave, uh, Hua is in the second in command here at the Paper Lantern Gate. Hi, how's it going? Uh, she, Kong's not going to just let her leave. Um, so we actually, Hua was going to plant evidence that it was actually, in fact, Kong that didn't fake kidnapping me, but did kidnap me. And if Kong can get put away, we can escape together. It's very convoluted, I understand. So, so if we go back to the inspector, back to Detective Ziming, and say... Hey, it was not the uh, carnival that did the kidnapping. It was Kong of the Paper Lanterns. It's not our problem anymore. I'm in the circus, baby. And then they have to deal with the fallout. I like that. The only problem with that is you're probably going to need some sort of evidence. And I mm. don't think if you just handed the evidence to the detective, she'd believe you. She'd probably want to try and find it on her own. Ah, uh, yes. A very prideful sort. Well, if you're already planning on laying the evidence, then we can just give her the little heads up that she needs. She comes in, finds the evidence, Bob's your uncle. I'm in the circus, baby! Bob knows your uncle. <laughs> really? <laughs> well, you were his uncle? I was just saying that's the correct phrase. Oh. Ah, I will, I will amend my vocabulary. <laughs> Wait, the so entire are you time, or aren't you his uncle? <laughs> oh no, definitely not. Ah, uh, it's an idiom. Just so many times, Bukio's heart is getting absolutely crushed today. This whole conversation, as well, uh, Boon Lai is kind of like you can see gears trying to turn in his mind as he's looking back and forth uh, between the two women, and he goes. Finally, he kind of sighs and says, Oh, Bukio, I think both of our chances are probably ruined with these women. Uh, they yes, do seem yes, very I much would... uh, beholden to each other. Like I said, I'm, I'm so happy for you. I'm just so incredibly happy for you. I will do anything I can to make sure that you can get out of here all right, as long as it means I get into the circus. Um... I mean, if we're going to, well, we need to plant the evidence that, uh, wait, now I'm getting confused. I need to Kong. Yeah. Do you need us to beat up Kong? We'll do it. <laughs> well, I just laughs. <laughs> uh, uh, keep it down. He's right outside. He's really cool. <laughs> so we right. Oh, that's funny. It is. That's that's good. Yeah, he looks I'll, he I'll, looks I'll, pretty tough, young one. But uh, oh, maybe there's another way around this. I could challenge him to an Agni Kai. Yes, Lynn, <laughs> I, I I do not advise that. I advise not that. <laughs> All right. Okay. Wait, I'm just now now Justin's confused. <laughs> we need. 
So here's what here's what Bukio's thinking. We just need to make sure that there is good enough evidence to prove that Kong actually did kidnap you. We report it to the feds. They come in, they do a sting operation on the place, and you guys are clean. You're good to go. You can run off to the, the foggy swamp. It's a lovely place from what I hear. Uh, yeah. Is that where he's from? Yes, it is. A, it is a lovely place. Thank you for saying so. Which direction is that in? Uh, this one. And Bobdo just <laughs> points up because we've headed downstairs to get here. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's where you have to go first, anyhow. Okay, all right. Um, <laughs> yes. Do you, do you have anything, Rose, do you have anything personal that your mom would recognize that we could go and use to get them started in the right direction? That's- or wrong direction. That's very good. Um, we could well, say we found it near where the Paper Lantern Gang is known to hang out. You know? That's a, that's a good idea. We were in the midst of trying to figure out how to find a way to uh, implicate Kong in all this. Um, well. Hmm. Yes, you could go to my house. I have tons of things there. Um, And uh, I suppose that, well, really anything there would would work. And you could. um, You're telling me you don't have anything on your person that belongs to you. Go to your house. We need to to bust into a house of a a diplomat to to get a personal effect. And we just give her the thing over there? What is she wearing? Uh, Rose is wearing a very fancy dress, Hmm. Um, but you can tell that like she's very uncomfortable in it. You're much smaller than me, is she? (laughs) I don't like where this is going. (laughs) She (laughs) she's a bit smaller than you are, but you know, maybe. I just start taking my clothes off. I have an idea. No, no, we we lost our chance, Boom Knight. Not now. (laughs) (laughs) I think Hua kind of gets a smirk. She's like, no, no, no. I kind of want to see where this is going. (laughs) Well, um, I cut a pretty trim figure underneath all of this. I might be able to fit in that dress and... Well, I really just need to wear it out on the street so I don't immediately get arrested for being naked. Well, I've got this undershirt and these, you know, shorts underneath. But if you want, you can wear my my, my vest and my pants. I'll wear my undershirt and my shorts and I'll take the dress. You know, we can rip it and say, we found this near where the paper lanterns burn. And they will say, oh my goodness. This is a very big breakthrough. You are all very good people. Uh, you can have donuts. I, I've heard that the police really like the donuts, so maybe they'll give us some. I can attest to that. They, they do have good donuts, but I don't understand the plan. Does anyone else understand the plan? Yeah, I, I think, think it's I get flawless. It. Yes, we have this this dress. It is all torn up. I mean, what better sign of a violent altercation, a violent abduction, 
rather than at the very clothing, torn, perhaps stained with some mud. Or blood. I'm. We all have blood in us. We can bleed on things. If and you we want can... to be the donor, then go for it, bud. We can tell. We can tell the police that we saw Kong attacking Rose. And then we intervened and he beat us up and forced Boon Lai to wear the dress. Lin, you're a genius. I think the the least we can implicate ourselves as being intricately connected with this situation, the better. <laughs> but if we could just prove like that we have said. this piece of evidence, then we can just be like, hey, we found this. We weren't there. All we found was the evidence and we brought it to you. Look at how great we are. What is better evidence than eyewitness testimony? She's already been kidnapped. How are we going to witness her being kidnapped today? We we witness her being... You're right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, re-kidnappings only work in, uh, you know, blazing saddles and stuff. (laughs) I start shivering in the corner, holding my pile of clothing. Ah, I've been wanting to watch Blazing Saddles at the Ember Island Playhouse, but my parents think I'm not old enough yet. <laughs> it is You're so good. Enough. If I was your uncle, which I might be, then uh, I'd let you go. Rose, I know oh, the business right. of adopting sons. Anyway, Rose. I don't mean to be impetuous, but could I have you dressed? I'm very cold. Your clothes are right there. If you want, yeah, but I don't want to wear them. She can wear them. So we're still oh, no. we're going with that. Okay. Well, I'm not so going to the, wear the dress. Is there are there other clothes here? Couldn't Moonlight just keep his clothes on? Uh, no, I have you, to be naked. You it's look great to grow to the plan. But um, okay, yeah, just, he has to wear the dress. You're right, Justin. Sorry. Is there like a hairpin? Uh, <laughs> something on her wrist. <laughs> Um, a shoe. I mean, obviously she's wearing shoes. Not everybody <laughs> has wears a shoes. hairpin. Okay. Sure, yeah. Okay, a hairpin, yeah, yeah. Yeah, sure. Bob Doe gestures at it. That hairpin, Rose. You think your mother would, would know that that belonged to you? I mean, maybe. that Half the girls in the upper ring have this hairpin, so maybe I... We need something distinctively rosy. Is your dress unique? It's very pretty. Um, yes. My mother forced me to get this altered uh, for a debutante ball. She had me go to it. Ate it so much. Then it's tailored it definitely to you. recognizable. When was the ball? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> what do you... I don't understand what you mean. I just don't understand why you're still in the dress. <laughs> I, because I was I was fake kidnapped. I just I didn't have time to. Sounds very traumatizing. <sighs> you must be upset. I'm a I'm a teenage girl. I didn't plan this out completely. All right. That's a very good point. Um, Bukio. Yes. Uh, Mr. Detective, very brilliant man, Bodo. Close I think enough. we should face the wall and let her change. Ah, that seems appropriate given uh, typical gender norms in the Earth Kingdom. Of course, I don't really <laughs> yes, know how course. things work here being from the swamp. And the swamp, 
a little different, but should I should I stare at the wall, Miss? Should I call um, you Miss please. Miss? Um, just Rose is fine. All right, Rose. And he just goes straight up against the wall, flush against it, and presses his face into the stone. Clearly, still isn't used to walls in general. <laughs> Fascinating technology. It is it's so cold. Yeah, Lynn, Lynn turns too to give her some privacy as well. Yeah, uh, and uh, Boonlight, you hear like a little shuffling behind you as your clothes disappear from out of the corner of your eye. And when you turn around, Rose is uh, swimming in Boonlight's clothes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I knew she would wear them better than me too. Ugh. Such a shame. They're a little big. Um, uh, is this really all I can wear? I mean, unless Hua has another clothes around for you, maybe. No, You're we the one don't who carry ran spare away without clothes. A change of clothes. You only have one outfit. How long are you going to be missing? Bob Doe <laughs> says under the wall. Well. <laughs> As uh, turn around, you can turn around now. <laughs> All right, on. How long did you plan to be missing? Um, indefinitely. Did you plan so, to wear that uncomfortable dress indefinitely? No, of course not. I guess just, if her girlfriend I, only has one outfit, maybe she thought I only need one too. Standards are low outside of the foggy swamp. Was <laughs> like, wait, people can have more than one outfit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to bend down and pick up the dress and grab two portions of it and just rip. Oh, oh. it's so I, I didn't like wearing it. It's so expensive, though. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Um, Ting Ting, can you do me a favor? Would you mind? Um, And I lift up my shirt. Would you mind biting my stomach? And. Ting Ting just stares at you with those dead frog eyes. And it hops You're... down to your side. Thank you. Thank you, Ting Ting. Oh, Some that people is just want an excuse creature. to show off their abs. <laughs> um, and I just take the dress and I just start rubbing it in the blood. Of that I just started bleeding. All right. I think this will be very good. And I'm just kind of going to be rubbing the dress on my kind of stinky, sweaty, dirty, bloody bod uh, for the rest line, of this I would, convo. I would like for you to mark a fatigue. Absolutely. So, uh, any other ideas, kiddos? I, th I think this is it, right? We're, we're good? We're done? Um, we find I, the dress in the right I, place again, at the right time, no, point him, and we go to, tell the detective that... I think you that, should lead the detective. Yeah. To it. Yeah. If you just hand it to the detective. Right, right. Help them, let them feel like they've got the whole scene under control. And let them do their thing. Yeah. It also sort of distances you from the deception a little bit. So they can't right. track it to you and us. And how do we point them towards the meaty guy out there cutting paper kites? Uh, I mean, hmm. I have a bit of a thought. Well, okay, Ting Ting, it was your idea, but still. Uh, I'm telling them it's your idea. You don't need to listen. 
we need to have a conversation about your language. Well, we will talk about this later, mister. Um, so what I was thinking was perhaps, uh, I see really two main options to start things off. Number one, we could take the dress, say, hey, we found this dress right outside of a place where the paper lanterns hang out, but we're just a couple of little guys. We don't know what to do about all that, but you are the police, so maybe you can do something. Uh, number two option, uh, B, we could uh, perhaps shove the dress under a crate near this area and say, oh my goodness, police. Uh, we saw someone shady carrying a dress near this area and let the police find it. My really big, I feel like either of those would work okay, but my really big concern is you two ladies. Uh, you, you're very beautiful and, and great uh, and super intelligent, obviously, uh, except I'm just worried, how are you going to get away? Like, do you have a plan? I don't want to lead the police here. You guys get raided and you go back to your mom and you get arrested. It seems like it could go all kinds of uh, which ways, you know? Um, well, I suppose if you told us that when the police were going to come, I suppose we could be out or... Perfect. Yes, I think we find a crate, we hide the dress under there. Goodness, we went to the stone kettle, and what did I see? I'm so low to the ground. It's so easy to see things hidden under crates. What did I see but a torn dress? Oh dear, we didn't want to touch it because that could be evidence. You, Detective right. Zing, you, the most wonderful detective, the most brilliant uh, military mind, should go down there and find it and implicate the paper lanterns. I'll do you that one better to seal bust. the deal. I know somebody in town, well, in the city anyhow, who will happily be a witness and give a perfect description of old meat hands out there. Ooh. And maybe maybe we fold some of his art inside of the dress. It's just it's accidentally oh. in there. And he does arts and crafts. <laughs> I Sounds think of the idea of folding up one of these 1,000 yuan pieces of art and putting inside of a bloody dress. If you think that's the best. <laughs> yep. So, uh, the exception and to that last we just part, say... I think the plan is great. <laughs> I think even the last part's great. Maybe we just say we'll lead the police here tomorrow and be gone by tomorrow? Yes. Um, I think that we could do that. Uh, might be... Yes, I think we could try that. Sure. Don't at, do it. Don't, Don't just try it. Be gone. Yes, we'll be gone. Go for a morning stroll. You guys get the coffee tomorrow. How about that? Ah, good. Yes. Yeah. Just. Oh, I hope Kong doesn't have a job for me tomorrow. Nothing would make me happier than to never see either of you again. I would know that you're happy. I hate wow. to because you're gone forever. Wow. Um, we got to work on to... those manners, kiddo. Where are you from again? Oh my god! I'm from Ember Island. Oh. Oh, so you must have seen Love Actually. 
several times. I think people so, maybe talk about it that. as if it's better than it is, but you know, it exists. Yeah, I've heard it, good things. It's it's got the nostalgia factor, and I think that's all that's got going for it, really. You know, what I hear is that Blazing Saddle still really holds up, though. <laughs> it definitely does. <laughs> <laughs> it, yes, it does. It's a little bit older. There are a couple jokes that are uh, maybe a little dated, but uh, it does all right. Yes. I hate to throw one more wrench into the plan, but I really... Here is my tragic backstory. I want oh. to be the very best, uh, like no other was before me. Um and to do this, it's sort of like a test for me. Um, I want to go back to my village someday and be the best hero. Uh, you look at Bob Doe's just like tearing up listening to you and blowing bubbles in his pipe. Just, oh my. <laughs> and as part of this training, I need to make sure I cover all of my bases. And there is one thing I think, and if, if I am overstepping, you just tell me and uh, Ting Ting will come up with another plan he's very smart like that um, if you are worried about um, Kong perhaps sending you out on the mission tomorrow morning uh, you may if you so see fit uh, introduce us as possibly new recruits and say they would really be good for any upcoming missions that way both of us or all of us are aware of any upcoming missions. We don't want a wrench in uh, the hands of a monkey. Yeah, you can, what you can on also... What does that mean? A wrench in the hands of... He starts writing it down that... on a piece of scrap paper. <laughs> Clearly I think that, writes it down that... incorrectly. I think Boonlight has... A, that's a great point. There's also... You could just... If he sends you on a mission, not come back? Like just go and you just keep going i had a friend whose dad left for fireflakes and he just kept going never came back <laughs> maybe he's coming back oh. we don't know Han. Oh. Bob not... is just like quietly weeping now <laughs> <laughs> oh my these poor he's not, kids he's not coming back just like That's what I told her. Come back. <laughs> fair, fair. Um, well, I suppose oh. we're all in one accord. All right. Um, okay, I think that works. Yes, uh, I believe that the plan is sound. Um, thank you all for your help. You are very it's welcome. What, it's what we do. And I take the dress and I shove it up my shirt, so I got a little bit of a pooch going on in my in my belly. Uh, okay, um, Rose, you stay here. I will take these people out. Okay, uh, I, right. I can I can leave on my own. Oh, I, I have to. I supposed to be in front of the tea shop. Um. So. Right, Your right. tea's not very good, by the way. I don't know oh, if it's, you know that. No, it's terrible. We don't want people to come. Oh, was that not clear? 
Well, I just think you could maybe make some better tea. We don't. But we, like, if people come, they don't want that. They might, yeah, find the stairs. We 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 don't want people to drink our tea. It's bad on purpose. I don't understand the tea. If that's what you like, then I'm not going to judge. <laughs> and you walk out the door, and she's like. It follows, you know, you guys out, and she's like quietly trying to s- still explain like why. <laughs> um, and as you're walking through, you walk past that room with the art and Kong, and you just hear, "Whoa, who's that? Bring him in here." Uh, it's no one. Oh, said, "Bring him in here." Okay, uh, you have to. I'll go in there. See you. Yeah, I Bob, Bob Doa winks to the group and says, I'll go in there. Oh, okay. I'll follow you. No. Oh. <laughs> well, he definitely so heard Do. that. You say that and walk in and shuffling behind you is Boon Lai. <laughs> the others are free to come if they want to. But if you want to stay away from the sight of Kong, here's your chance. Lynn's right behind Boonlai. <laughs> She's ready to go Agni Kai right now. This group has no estimation of danger. Uh, I am shaking all of the various springs and counterweights are clattering on my limbs and I go, well, I guess Boonlai said he wanted to beat this guy up, so here we go, okay. And I go walking <laughs> so very normally into the room. Hi, I'm Bob Doe. I might be your uncle. <laughs> What in the world are you talking about? You're not my uncle. Oh, well, I said might. It's zero percent. Who are you? What are you doing down here? Who are these people? They're just... uh, They're friends of Rose. They just wanted to check up on her and see... You know, I took a huge risk kidnapping her. You can't be bringing people down here to do that. We're we're also a pretty bad singing group. If you want to hear anything, we can stay around. Sing for me. Oh, I thought you wouldn't want... All right. Sing for me. (laughs) Rose Uh, is beautiful. beautiful. Rose is you. Kong seems like an alright guy. His art is beautiful like Rose. Kong, I step (laughs) forward and I say... Hua here is being modest, trying to save face. I I brought these people here to help me confess my love to Rose, not realizing that the person who was leading me in was already kind of... It, it's, it's terrible. It's a terrible situation. I shouldn't have come. I shouldn't have come here. And I just start weeping in front of this man. <laughs> I give gentle pats on his head. Um... It's not a trick because you actually didn't do that. Um, <laughs> it, it, it could I, be I a trick. Th- well, I, so let me ask, what is your intent in saying this? Uh, I want this guy to feel so awkward about my pitifulness that he will just <laughs> let us leave. Yeah, I was trying to get that with All the right. song thing, but he wanted a song. <laughs> it's a trick. It's a trick for sure. Um, oh boy. While Ukio is crying and distracting him, I want to see if uh, Lin can kind of slip off to the side and get around behind him. 
Okay. Oh goodness. Without him noticing. Okay. okay. Uh why don't you push your luck then, Lin, while we're So uh... let me let me just ask if I can so I have mm-hmm. surprising entrance as a move that oh, lets yes. me. Yes, use... I forgot about that. You're right. Playbook moves, yeah, absolutely. So I'll roll trick instead. Two double tricks. Two tricks. <laughs> I would also like to help um Bukio by very obviously consoling him. It is okay, buddy. You, you. There are other uh, badger moles in the mountains. Yes, I. It would be I really heard awesome that one, I if think. maybe, yeah, if maybe Bobdo could help me as well. I would love that because <laughs> I'm at a five right now and I need two more. You get one point per helper, correct? Correct. Yes, but you have to do something narratively. Mm. So this is... Wait, hang on. Sorry. Yeah, this is an 11. It's an 8 there, but I'm rolling with focus instead of creativity. creativity. So it's an yes. 11. Not gotcha. It. Okay. Yeah, Bob Doe will also start weeping and uh, <laughs> just kind of like it's... Look, just, look at, just look at that poor boy. It just makes my skin <laughs> crawl. But uh, anyhow... Uh, <laughs> You know, love hurts, and uh, well, he's a sensitive type. You understand, he's an artist, and uh, you know, understand how sensitive artists can be. Ooh. <laughs> oh, uh, did that, all right, did that here's help? What's gonna, here's what's gonna happen. Uh, Lynn, you get a 10 plus on your trick, so you can pick two of those options. While you're thinking about that, I am not going to give that plus one helping from Bob Doe. Because upon the mention of being a sensitive artist, you see Kong was holding a piece of paper and it rips. And he goes, Well, now look at what you made me do. You made me rip this piece of paper. And he holds it up. And he rips it just so quickly. So easy to rip this piece of paper. Be an absolute shame if I were to rip something else in half. I would like to use my peacemaker move. <laughs> <laughs> um, With great trembling. I will also say for the trick, um, I'm going to have, have him stumble and act foolishly. Yes. Okay. I, I think he is acting foolishly with yeah. his attention on on them. Uh, and then you get that plus one. Uh, before the, you do the peacemaker, though, Bukio, I would like for you to mark afraid as that a condition. <laughs> and then once you do that, yes, you can do your peacemaker thing. Oh, wait. Uh, hang yes, on. Lynn, what is, yeah, what are you trying real, to do behind him? Real quick. Just rewind. I forgot that I'm insecure, so I get a minus two. So ah. it's a nine instead of an 11. Okay. So I'll just have him stumble instead of okay. act foolishly act as foolishly. response to trick. Um, I got gotcha. I, I think okay. Lynn kind of had a sense that everybody was going to incite his wrath. And she's looking forward to the opportunity to fight him. And so as soon as he starts going after somebody, she's just going to hook her foot under his and like trip him. 
Okay, so I do get the plus one forward because he stumbles to try and plead with him. So let's see how that goes. <laughs> you, That's you. going to be a seven. <laughs> it's a partial okay. success. It's a partial success. <laughs> oh, man. That was terrifying. <laughs> oh, this is very funny. You're lucky you don't normally roll because these numbers are not great. Yeah, yeah, I can't charge <laughs> digital dice. That's the problem. <laughs> That's the problem. <laughs> well, it's just like a pleat. Okay. All right. Um... Ah, okay. All right. Before I resolve Ned's uh, Abukio's peacemaker role, uh, Lynn, if I could have you push your luck. Eight. <laughs> okay. Um, Lynn, you hook your foot around his right foot and go to try and trip him. And when you initially try, you forgot that this mountain of a man just has incredible center of gravity like he is huge and the amount of force that would need to, to like trip him is massive so you try to trip him once and he doesn't move at all <laughs> so he turns around and uh he turns around and he kicks his other foot and it blasts you in the chin with a rock pillar and you get knocked back, but that knockback, you kept your foot wrapped around him, and he goes falling and crashing down into the ground. Um, I would like for you to uh, mark a fatigue, please. And he whistles. I can't whistle super loud right now. There you go. Thanks, Christian. <laughs> he whistles, and... Uh, there are eight paper lantern gang members that come rushing in, fists up, ready for a fight. Well, we were and actually says, just leaving, so. <laughs> <laughs> great job showing how fast you can show up, and uh, you did a great job on the drill. Great job. Uh, you got to work on on that weird uh, trip thing that happens with your leg, Lynn. It, she got a bad foot. Anyway. <laughs> Hold Stop talking. All right. Stop your foolish yammering. Tell me why I shouldn't just take you out right now. Oh, this is that... this is the uh, evidence that he the evidence that he needs more from your plead, Bukio. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, that's a very easy answer. Um, Mr. It's Kong, because sir. I. I'm from the upper ring. I'm not supposed to be down here. My parents are influential. They can hire detectives and whatnot. I would rather we not have that on your conscience. If you, I promise I won't tell anybody. I promise, I promise, I promise. <laughs> Just weeping, weeping, weeping. <laughs> all right. This crybaby's convinced me not to kill all of you right here now. Oh, thank goodness. He's really good at crying. He does it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
it, it's also very kind of you not to kill us. Um, I, for one, appreciate it. Uh, I'm, I'm sure my friend just also appreciate not dying today. Um, we understand that you could probably kill us at any time. Uh, but, you know, today is not really a good day for it. Uh, pretty sure the solstice is coming. Not really a good time for killing anyone. So we appreciate it. Uh, we'll just be going. And if we could get the tea to go as well, appreciate <laughs> that. <laughs> yeah, you can take the tea to go. All right. Well, thank you. Just remember what you said. I could kill you at any time. I think that'll be real easy to remember. Lynn is like rubbing her jaw and but like goes, yeah, maybe you'd beat them, but you'd lose to me. Thank you, Kong. Thank you so much for your <laughs> for your kindness, for your generosity. We will never see me again, I promise. And I sprint as fast as I can <laughs> out of the bottom of this tea shop. Not walking normally. <laughs> Bob Doe takes Bukio's tea on the way out. <laughs> um, as you're all walking out, Lynn, you're the last one to leave. Kong, like, grabs you on the shoulder as you're walking out, and it's like, uh, way too hard, right? Okay. Uh, Lynn, oh, not Bobdo. Sorry. Best watch yourself, girly. Don't want to cross the wrong sort of people. Hmm? How do you know I'm not the wrong sort of people for you to cross? Big baby. I'm going to let that one slide because I told your friends I would. And if anything, I'm a man of honor. If I come across you again, though, taking you out. Like on a date, I'm not interested. <laughs> Darn it. It's not a good day for love here in the stone kettle. <laughs> As we um, get away from the tea shop, I will... <laughs> stumble and take the dress out of my shirt and shove it underneath one of the crates um, but just leave like the littlest bit poking out from underneath it mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah that looks real good like put it all in there <laughs> nice and deep mm -hmm. and I leap up once more and I grab Boon Lai by the lapels and sit well he doesn't have lapels I don't have anymore. lapels now I grab him by the two <laughs> straps of his undershirt and say this is it we're going to get into the circus everything's going to be perfect we can run away forever and never have to see that man again yeah I think it's a good idea I'm really sorry about your girlfriend dumping you Okay, oh, I don't think that happened. I don't quite think that happened. Let's go back up to the circus and get this all sorted out. <laughs> I turned to Ting Ting. Pretty sure that's what happened. I got dumped too, though, so it's okay. Uh, you understand. I don't know how things work out here, but uh, they seemed relatively pre-committed before today. So, no hard feelings, but oh. Maybe next time. Uh, shall we, too the constables 
do you guys want me to go ahead and uh, get that contact to be uh, an additional piece of evidence for us? Or do you think it's unnecessary? If you can make it happen. While you do that, um, Lynn and Bukio, will you maybe help me go shopping? I'm naked, kind of, and I'd like to not be. And we have until tomorrow morning, so it would be good to get some new clothes on me. Yeah, yes, let's get you not naked as soon as possible. Oh, thank you, Lynn. Yes, we can sell this. And I pull out a beautiful jade necklace that I was planning on giving to Rose. <laughs> <laughs> as we start like walking away, Lynn just goes, guys, that con guy is obsessed with me. <laughs> uh, yeah, Bob I got that Doe vibe. stares blankly for a second and says, you, you sure? Yeah, you bet. That's a good reason to stay away from him. Yes, you've got to neg him. <laughs> <laughs> so you're splitting up a little bit, Bob Doe. You're going to go and get this contact of yours to act as a witness. While the rest That's of right. you are going to go, the rest of you are going to go and buy some clothes for Boon Lai. Before Let's, we split uh, up. Yeah, I think Bob Doe, as soon as we get out of that shop, just wants to kind of bring the group into a huddle with his big hairy arms. Is everyone, uh, does everyone oblige? Or do you think you'd fight even the huddle gesture? This is the first time I felt a paternal gesture in such a manner. <laughs> uh, all, all right, all right, kiddo. You know what I said about the uncle thing? Uh, never mind. Uh, so I'm ignoring I'd, it, but go on. <laughs> I just thought I'd I'd bring us in for a moment and say, uh, I mean, I didn't do my best, and I apologize. And uh, but also, I think we could probably not get ourselves into trouble as quickly. What do you, What do y'all think about that? Because I think that would be helpful to what y'all what y'all wanting. Get ourselves in trouble less quickly sounds like a very good idea. I'm not sure what you're talking about. I was worried about that. <laughs> Does anyone else want to chime in? With, uh, maybe you know what I'm talking about. Ting, ting. That's very rude to say about our friend Lynn. No, that's a good point. Someone needs to say it. You heard what? him, right, Lynn? Just say it in, in your own words. So oh, sure in my own words. Oh, okay, my words are sometimes a little hard. Not everybody knows Frog Squirrel. Help her out. Oh, yeah, no, it's very simple language. It's mostly um, re and a re, back and forth. But anyway, I, I digress. Um, <clears throat> so it seems like you really want to, uh, I believe, as the kids are saying, throw hands... Um, and I'm just worried you can't catch hands. Um, you seem to <laughs> often, um, be going into situations, um, where you get the snot knocked out of your face. Uh, and I, I was trying to be nice about the tea. You didn't heat it up at all. So you're not really ready for an agony kai. Right? I, I said it right that time. Yeah. I mean, brilliantly pronounced. But oh, I, I feel like maybe you are 
besmirching my honor as a firebender. Do you want to fight? I do. That was not my intention. I'm going to use my peacemaker move. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not upset about it. I just maybe, maybe Lynn and I should fight and maybe Lynn can get it out of her system and I can show her that she's incredibly weak. Now I, I just think that you kids shouldn't hurt yourselves trying to prove nothing when you could be doing some real good out here focusing all that lovely energy inside of your little bodies. All right. Um, this... Seems like a good time to have Bob Doroy guide and comfort. There we go. Yeah. Towards <laughs> one or both of you. So, yeah, I'm going to focus it on Lynn. Makes sense. If that mechanically makes any sense. No, it makes perfect sense. Oh, it makes sense. perfect sense since you you passive aggressively directed this whole conversation at I mean, every, everybody did take some risks, I will <laughs> yeah. say. So, I was hoping that. Uh, Oh, okay, I've got Lynch a 10, 8 plus okay. 2 for Guide and Comfort. <laughs> nice. A 10 on the Guide and Comfort. So, Lynn, do you want to embrace Bob Doe's Guide and Comfort, or do you want to reject it and shut it down? Shut it down. Shut it down. What do Lynn, you say? You're a tough cookie. <laughs> Bob Doe, I am just trying to make sure that people know that they should take me seriously as a firebender because that's what I am. I believe it wholeheartedly and I hope you know that I took you very seriously from the first moment I knew you got your ticket stolen. That was wrong. That is when not what happened to, to me. <laughs> but okay. Well, I mean, when you got when you got robbed because you you bought a ticket. Sorry. I didn't take notes on that part. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you get to inflict. Uh, you get to inflict a condition on Bob Doe, and Bob Doe, you can shift Lynn's balance towards excellence or community. I'm going to shift it towards community. Dang it, Steve! Yes. Are you really? Well, doesn't that doesn't that mean more group orientation? Maybe a little more harmony going on. I Maybe, but it or do you I feel like excellence would be cool like a higher now. standard of self-conduct? <laughs> no, I'm just. Well, what, I, what do you think? What would mechanically know, help me? Because I mean, what Bob Doe wants is for her to not mm. take so many reckless risks and be a gotcha. little more aware of the group's goals. No, okay, that makes Bob sense. So, what do you think would serve that? By the way, no, no, I was, I was reading it, and you shift their balance in response. So you respond some way, and try and shift their balance in that response. So, oh, yeah, I have to say something to move it in that direction, specifically. Well, yeah, you got to do something in fiction. Oh, okay. I thought that was the first talk. What I was trying to achieve. All right. Yeah, I think community makes sense because then it would be easier to potentially sense. call Lynn out with community. Yeah. 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 I'll try to shift towards community. You want me to say something? <clears throat> Lynn, I, I do take you very seriously. I think I think these boys do too, right, boys? Very seriously. Boonlai? Boon yeah, elbow Boonlai in the yeah, shoes. No, yeah, that's very good, serious times. And besides us all taking you seriously, which I think, you know, that's that goes without saying, uh, I, I just, I think that if you, if you lean into us a little bit more and think about how we're all working together, 
uh, it might help everyone in the world take you more seriously. That's one thing I've learned in my many years of trying to work with people. Lean okay. on me. <laughs> no, not strong. I'll be your friend. I think You're I know that one. My friend already, though, so you can't. I'm sorry. Um, so you said I'm troubled, Johnny. Oh yeah. Um, if uh, I'm not no, mistaken, actually, I can't be yes. troubled. I have five yes, different so, conditions. Yeah, this is fun. I have uh, worried. The, That's close. That's close. The elder yeah, has five we were, different conditions, okay. and uh, they. They give the minus two to certain moves, but they also actually give a plus one to other moves. So the elder's conditions are frustrated, jaded, remorseful, shaken, and worried. Closest to troubled in language might be shaken or worried. Um, if I'm yeah. shaken, I suffer I when it comes closer... to guiding and comforting people. If I'm worried, I'm, yeah. I, I don't yeah. do as well denying call out. What do you think, Johnny? Yeah. I think I'm, so I'm looking at your sheet right now, and I think actually the closer one to what I wanted... Uh, Bob to feel being troubled is frustrated. Oh, okay. Okay. So it's harder to push my luck and easier to intimidate now. Oh, this will be fun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. The three of you, the four of you split up. Um, let's follow Lynn and Boonlai and Bukio as they go to the market. There's a pretty big market in the middle ring. It's sort of in the center of the middle ring and kind of connects out into the middle ring. It's very vibrant. Tons of food stalls and clothing shops for you to go and shop around in. Uh, and you also do see a... Uh, there's, there's just tons of different stalls, right? You can smell like bean curd puffs and braised turtle duck and deep fried pickle radishes and tons and tons of dumpling stalls. And there's one uh, cabbage stall as well, too. And there's actually a huge line outside of this cabbage stall. You see a number of like clothing stalls. There's like fancy ones. There's like more blue collar looking clothing stores. Uh, and in the center of this all is a giant bronze bear statue. It's the bear. Bear what? What's the other part? That's the crazy thing. That's the whole shtick with bossing. Say it's just a bear. <laughs> just a bear. Oh, and I look over oh. at the cabbage stall and I say, Mm, father says I'm not allowed to have the cabbage cookies. Says that too much roughage in my sweets is bad for my digestion. <laughs> I think That's... maybe you should be your own man and eat the cookie you want. No, I think that maybe your dad's right. My dad has said that that's why the plumbing and bossing say is so bad. Oh. Everyone's well, eating too much cabbage here. Mm. Lynn. To show that I take you very seriously, I'm going to let you choose my outfit. And Bukio, to show that I take you seriously, I'm going to let you pay for it. Yes, of course. Uh, Justin, do I actually have a jade necklace that I was going to give to Rose that I, I can know. sell for cash? I love it. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> okay. I'm going to uh, find some way to pawn off this jade necklace so that I can fund my... He needs a carnival uniform, is what I'm <laughs> yes. thinking. Yeah. You know, I think um, that... 
I want to make sure that he looks really, really good. So I have the perfect outfit in mind. Uh, and Lynn, after a while of like sorting through clothes and really searching, pulls out what is ostensibly like a the the Fire Nation equivalent of a tuxedo. Um, but it is very, very much like classic Fire Nation garb. And absolutely inappropriate for a carnival worker. Oh well, I will be a very fancy carnival worker. And well, this is maybe a good idea because you see I'm to, I'm to be Ting Ting's manager. And the that manager should wear a nice clothing. So Lynn, again you have proven yourself invaluable to our uh endeavors. And when the ladies see you in this outfit, you will very soon forget about Hua because you will have everyone else's attention. Oh, really? Lynn, do you think I look woot woot in this in this outfit? I am not interested in you and you're making me uncomfortable right now, but I think other people will think you look good. Oh, I am sorry, Lynn. I thought maybe we had a spark, uh, but maybe it's just your firebending coming in. <laughs> I think that you and... Kong, both are very obsessed with me, and I think we should maybe just move on as friends only. Yes, you you don't want to get in Kong's way, Bukio. No, no, you're not. I'm Bukio. You're Boon Lai. You don't <laughs> want to get in Kong's way, Boon Lai, because he would come and beat you up so quickly. You bring up some very valid points, both of you. That's um, definitely true. I will. I will go ahead and I will change and I will have a ting ting take his tongue and he will do my hair so I look really fancy. It's like slobbering and wet and you like you can see the frog the frog slobber like dripping off the side of it. Very handsome, yes. Yeah. And I get in <laughs> I get in close to Boon Line. I'm like, you know what we could even do? We could bring a fun dynamic to the circus because I've heard stories of in Omashu. No, not uh, Gaoling is where they have Earth Rumble 6 and they have Fire Nation Man down there and everybody loves to hate on Fire Nation Man. You could be that for the Flying uh, Koi Carnival. Oh, I could be uh, the Fire Nation uh, Frog Squirrel Tamer. Yes, Very you could prestigious. Be, yes, you could be the heel that everybody just loves to hate on. Yeah, that sounds super fun for me. What? <laughs> I don't know that this outfit would make him fit that. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm a handsome yes, boy. Yes, he looks he looks far too fancy. Far too fancy to be hateable at all. Yeah, and his Fire Nation garb will only earn him respect from everyone you meet. I see no flaws in this logic, so I say we go forward. Exactly. Look at our wonderful friendship. Let's celebrate with some cabbage cookies. Uh, and as you are leaving, though, the the merchant owner is like, and how are you paying for that? Ah, yes, of course. I reach into my pouch for my newly, uh, I used to have jade, now I have yuans, and I plink over the appropriate amount. All right, okay. One, two, bites it. Okay, all right. Hmm. He is, from, he is from the upper ring, and so he has a lot of money. That is mm. why I brought him along. You, uh, yeah, he doesn't look trustworthy. He's very, he's much more trustworthy than me. So he's. He doesn't look guy. trustworthy. 
No, it's because of your face. Well, you best be careful around here with all that money. Could be, uh... Oh, someone's lighting your load a little bit. Ah, uh, yes, I will keep myself as inconspicuous as possible, and I walk away very normally in my very jangly <laughs> outfit. <laughs> Squeaking as you... <laughs> Uh, you get in line for the cabbage cookies and eventually you get to the front of the line and it is the cabbage merchant ah and he goes oh, okay uh, what do you want uh, I pull out let's say just 15 yuan how many cabbage cookies will this get me <sighs> a lot of cabbage cookies oh hold on hold on hold on and he goes into his little cart and pulls out like two dozen cabbage cookies. Ooh, delightful. That's what, eight for each of us? Oh, well, I was thinking you should probably get yourself some too. I take all 24 of them. <laughs> ah, yes, of course. And I pull out another 15 new on and I slide it over. <laughs> he like does the anime like foam in his mouth type thing. Okay, oh, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> cabbage. What are some uh, fancy people like you doing here in the middle, the middle ring? Well, my father always told me that these cookies were going to wreck my gut, and I'm here to prove him wrong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me tell you, my cabbages don't wreck people's guts. They are... I don't know what your father was thinking. They're perfect. Yes, surely untouched by the jaguar beetle infestation that came through recently. Um, yeah, uh-huh. Yep, yep, yep. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I love to hear it. Yes, yes. <laughs> Not my cabbages. <laughs> and I will scoop up my uh, remaining cookies and uh, say, well, thank you very much. You are an upstanding person. I will eat these with fondness and I will think I will think back on this day with great joy. Spirits be to you. Spirits be to you as well. And I give him a fancy little wave and I walk away super normally. <laughs> uh, and you have four dozen? Four cabbage dozen cookies. cookies. <laughs> and I think it is at that time that we will cut to Bob Doe. Bob Doe, where are you going? Go into a little shanty. Uh, in the same ring, looking for a lady by the name of uh, Sume Rigama Rachel. Stop mm -hmm. it. <laughs> Too much. <laughs> we can go by Sume for short. It's a traditional name. Oh, the Rigama yeah, Rachel yeah. family. Yes. They're, they're a little yeah. bit disgraced these days. They used to be in the upper <laughs> ring, but. <laughs> Uh, tell me how you know uh, Sume Rigamarachal. So, uh, Sume Rigamarachal is an insider uh, in Ba Sing Se, but actually took on a much more foggy, swampy name once kind of the foggy swamp was put on the map of uh, wider awareness and uh, became very close friends with some, some family, um, evidently some nephews of Bob Doe. Mm -hmm since he's an uncle to so many. So some of Abdo's uh, nephews are close with Sume, and she's been a constant support ever since Bob Doe arrived doing unofficial detective work. 
mm. Embossing and assuming it's from the foggy swamp no uh, no just no. just decided to take on a foggy swamp name okay. to represent gotcha. her love and her desire gotcha. to become a part of the foggy swamp family i gotcha i gotcha okay yeah her name might have just been you know sue Sume, but yeah, she Sume. became sume rigamarachel rigamarachel of course yes the well-known rigamarachels from the foggy swamp <laughs> i know um, i've done a good job when justin just says stop <laughs> you've gone too far that's <laughs> too far uh you walk up to a modest door and you can hear uh that sounds like someone's like cooking uh, I'll, I'll stand outside and just start kind of singing a, a tune from the foggy swamp. Oh, the swamp is so foggy, can't hardly see, unless you're looking for a person like me. And I'm hoping she hears it over the sound of whatever sizzling in there. And there's a moment of silence, and then the door bursts open, she goes... Well, my stars and garters, Bob Doe. You've even taken my, on, yeah, the accent. My, oh, yeah, the accent. Good. It's, it's good. oh, it's delightful. Great job, oh, Rigma Rachel. You're you're like one, just, you're, you're just one of us. Bless is my heart. Bless you. Come on in. We're all we're all blessed, aren't we? All right, I'll come in. That's the part I'm tired about in our lingo, but it's all right. <laughs> So, uh, I had a little favor to ask. I know that's all I ever ask, but uh, that's uh, why I'm here again. Well, we are like family. You ask me anything, Bob Doe. So, I was wondering if you could be a witness to something you saw the other day. And he puts on a huge wink. Well... Bob Doe, you would not be talking about lying in front of a court, would you? Nah, not at all. Completely different in front of a detective. That is not different at all. Oh, well, I'm still new to some of these things out here. So uh, courts and detectives aren't really, they're, they're kind of the same or what? I mean, they're they're both authority, you understand here? You're asking me to lie to somebody who uh, could put me in jail here. What? Tell me more about what I'm supposed to be lying about. Well, all, all you have to say that you saw is that you saw this hunk of meat. And then Bob Doe pulls out a very crudely drawn picture <laughs> of, um, oh my goodness, his name escapes me. Kong. He pulls out a crudely drawn picture of Kong. I'll, I'll fill in the details for you. I can describe them better than I can draw them, but you'll get the idea. And you'll say, I saw this exact hunk of meat running this way such and such at this time near the flying koi carnival and uh you can say that he had uh, hmm, didn't iron this out but let's say a big a big sack that looked like it had a person inside wriggling around trying to get out of it very conspicuous like and so you uh you want to report that to the uh detective uh why don't you plead all right. Oh, I'm seeing your middle ring earth market note. Let me clear that. <clears throat> now keep it up. Should I? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right. Pleading. Pleading. Ooh, <laughs> six. Uh, I know it's a lot to ask, but... 
Uh, there's no chance that the plus one forward from Kong stumbling earlier is still in effect, is there? Yeah, this is a very different situation. Uh, well. <laughs> well. <laughs> um, all right, Bob, though. I see what you're putting down. Now, hold up, hold up. I'm not just going to lie willy-nilly. You're going to have to do something for me first. Oh, of course, of course, anything. <laughs> I will be a witness if you stay here and teach me everything you know about the fog is small. I want e intensive class, everything. Everything? I oh, want to know everything about the fog is small. I don't think you know how much I know about the foggy swamp. Well, that's why I'm asking you. Guess I'll just have to pretend I know less than I do. Uh, no, no, no. I know how much you know. Oh, you I can't thought, get out of this, Bob I thought, Doe. I thought I said that real quiet like. All right. No, uh, you did not. You were okay. real bad at whispering. Yeah, it's true. They, I think I think that came in a came in trouble just uh, earlier today. But anyhow. All right, I'll tell you everything I know. Any other uh, conditions? Or do we have a deal? I look, look I'm, I'm just really trying to get the monocle. You know the monocles, right? The one I'm wearing here. Not my own, it's somebody else's. It's a big deal to me. And, I know, uh, I know, I know. You know, we I, I can't even go face them and without, without one of them wearing their proper monocles when we get to you next time, so. Look. I understand. I could get thrown into jail, though, so you're going to have to do me this solid. I will. I will. And in advance, when I find that monocle, I just want to say the order of pedals and bipedals thanks you very much. Well, thank you very much. Uh, there is just one more thing. What's that? Um, I, as you know, am a huge art collector. And there have been rumors about this anonymous artist creating just beautiful works of art and paper. Oh, no. And what, what kind I of would like art is this? What kind of paper? I don't know. It's just, just been showing up around town occasionally. You, you don't but mean paper I, lanterns, do you? Some of them are paper lanterns. Yep, yep, yep. Some of them are paper lanterns. Oh, some of them golly. are just... Beautiful portraits made in paper. I'm going to need you to get me one of those. I will get one. Please. You, you have my word. And get it and then tell me where to be. And I will I will lie through my teeth for you, Bobdo. All right, I'll get I'll get word to you, Sume. You uh, you're wearing the Rigma Rachel perfectly, just so you know. Thanks, thanks so much. I've been practicing. Yeah. Well, bless your heart. It was a, just a pleasure to see you. It's you very, tell it's me, very you blessed. bring that, you bring that paper, and I will be your witness. All righty, I'll be getting back to my uh, investigation now. Have a blessed day. <laughs> Bob Doe clearly did use, has. Did I use bless too much? Uh, just, just a tad, Sume. Just a tad. Okay. All right. Okay, I'll pull it back. We only bless once on the way in and once on the way out, and once. we bless their heart if they're being a complete fool. Ah, it's that. all right. It's all right. But Bob Doe clearly sense. has some like 
hot vegetable in his hand that he grabbed out of the pod that wasn't quite finished being cooked yet. <laughs> it's like burning his <laughs> hand a little bit and he just eats it on the way out. All right. And uh, where are you all meeting back up? Just at the carnival. Seems like, you know, it's the place we started out. So you meet back at the carnival. Your tickets are thankfully uh, all day tickets. You just show the ticket again. You got a little stamp on your hand when you walked out. Mm. And you find each other back at the carnival. Well, well. Yes, I suppose the only thing left to do to actually complete the plan is wait until tomorrow morning and then go talk to the detective. Should we... uh... Do you guys like a camping? We could well, camp. I don't know if I've ever really camped. What what does camping entail? Yeah, I've never been well, on a familiar lot. word. It's a lot of fun. So like what you do is you go and you get a tarp. Um, or if it's like a nice dry day, you don't even need a tarp. You could just um, put the mat down on the ground and you sleep on the mat under the stars out in nature uh, that, you just, normally... that just sounds like my house yes you sleep in a place where there are no real toilets and where there are no comfortable mattresses and where there are no stuffed animals for you to hold on to at night it's oh, you're, delightful you're talking about going it? on a visit to the foggy swamp aren't you well that's that's kind of far kiddo well so camping the... is just all outside yeah but if that's not your thing then i'm sure we could stay at bukio's house right it's big. <laughs> oh, oh, I'll ask my parents. We could have a sleepover. My mom said it was okay if it's okay with your mom. Oh, cool. I didn't didn't know that you had a mom. All right, let's go try it out. I, I didn't ask her for real. She's far away, but I was I'm sure she would say yes. <laughs> I guess I'll ask my parents if my new friends can have a sleepover. <laughs> I don't have I a bedtime. It's been so long I since I was invited to a sleepover. I, I can't say no. Yeah. Mom, Dad, can this other kid and these two adults stay over? Tonight? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you get on a train to the upper ring. Thankfully, Bukio can get you all in because he's got the right credentials. Mm-hmm. And you follow Bukio to his house. Um, and the door opens and this woman just in fancy garb just hugs Buki and goes, Bukio, you're back. Hello. Ah, yes, mother. I didn't realize until just now how similar your voice is to Bob Doe's. And I turn <laughs> and look at my quote unquote not uncle. Well, well, yes, the resemblance is striking. Who are these people here? Tell me! These are my new friends, Mother. I've made friends for the first time. Is that an an, uh, old man? He's very nice. (laughs) Wait, I thought Bob Doe was your uncle. Shouldn't your mom... Why don't you know each other? Did you tell my son you're his uncle? Nah, it was more of a figure of speech. But y'all don't understand those around here. So, I try to avoid using them. Um, well, uh... Let's just say well, his britches are getting a bit too big for the two of us. Oh, yes. Can my, can my friend 
Trent Steyer. <laughs> Hello, Mrs. Bukio. It's very nice to meet you. This is my squirrel frog. I've been feeding him uh, cabbage cookies this whole time, and he has had some bowel problems due to that. All of the uh, new he's clothes. He's like more purple than green now. <laughs> oh, what a wonderful pet. Um, Bukio, these people need to spend the night at our house. It's an honor to be in your house. Thank you so much, Miss. Uh, You're really hospitable. You know what? They actually, they don't want to sleep in the house. They want to sleep under the stars. So they just, if we can put up some mats out in the garden... Then uh, you know that would be just accommodations. Yes. If I could stay in the house, that would be that would be great. And well, whichever place down. we stay in, it's not rocket surgery. Let's just get on with it. She bends what down towards Bukio. <laughs> is there anything? Is there anything weird about about the girl? Ah, uh, not that I've been able to notice. Okay. Um, you too. We definitely have a space for you out in the, in the back, far from our house. You can stay inside. Well, thank you so much. Um, I'll have my servant set it up. Um, and she pulls Lin and Bukio inside and shuts the door and locks it. As the door <laughs> is shut, I just say, so shoes on or off? <laughs> outside. Oh, outside. Shoes on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Shoes off. I take my shoes off. Uh, Bob does not have shoes for the record. <laughs> it's been full of you get you get to you go to the back and it's this sprawling estate in the back. It's a huge backyard. Uh, and there are a couple servants who are are putting up like mats for the two of you to sleep on. And as they go back inside, you can see uh, Bukio's mom is standing at the window looking at you and she like locks the back screen door. <laughs> I just wave the curtains really, really aggressively. <laughs> Bob Doe examines the, the uh, Bob Doe examines the the surroundings. The is there some grass and plants and stuff out there? Yeah, to- there's like a, a, a um, Zen garden as well back there, and like a, a little brook. Uh, Bob Doe, Bob Doe leans in and every invasive exactly. Bob Doe leans in and scrutinizes uh, a white flower and says, well, that's not native to this part of the uh, the earth. And he just yanks it out of the ground and starts <laughs> sequentially going through several other flowers and plants. And at some point you turn around and there's like a little opening in the curtains and there's just an eye watching you and you just see. <laughs> but she's too scared to go out and confront the two of you. So she just watches as you pull the flowers out. Oh, we can add those to um, our campsite. And I sort of bang my knuckles together and stomp on the ground. And I earth bend up like a little tent thing and then like benches and basically uprooting this really nice little garden area to make our little campsite. Love it. And there you go, folks. How many hours into the session and one of us finally bends? (laughs) (laughs) I forgot we could do that. (laughs) I'm a bender. That's right. Would you mind? <laughs> I think we're all. Would you mind? Here. Would you mind getting some water? Um, I'll make us some tea. Oh yeah, I'm pretty good at that actually. And he just pulls it right out of the stream and the red. Yeah, 
the garden bed <laughs> like this sure i'll earth bend a little like bowl to put the water in and stuff now we just need some heat but uh well i guess she's inside so uh back to the old lukewarm water it is <laughs> can you not heat up water can you only cool it down Ah, uh, I mean, I can move it and stuff. I'm not really even good at the cold stuff either. I'm more with the vines, you know? When he wiggles some vines hanging from a tree above you, I can make him do that. Oh, that is very cute. <laughs> I like oh, this. It. This place is almost perfect. And then Bob Doe looks at his mat, squats down, and just like throws it to the side and then slams his whole body against the earth and immediately falls asleep. <laughs> oh, <and> the kids. <laughs> Rigamarachel. <laughs> uh, so, Bukio, is um, is Bobdo your uncle on your dad's side, then? He can be my uncle on whichever side he wants to be. So both? If if he's up for it, why not? I mean, I'm, I'm sure... Probably both. <laughs> he has excellent hearing in his sleep. <laughs> Oh, you guys are inside. I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> Surprise. I do not have extra sensory powers <laughs> to clarify. Uh, okay. Good night. And I love the pillow talk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you all sleep in Bukio's house. And in the morning, you wake up and uh, the doors are still locked. There is inside, though, a huge spread of food for Bukio and Lin. Uh, Bob Doe, any of those plants you pulled up, are they edible? Well, this one, I don't know what it is, so you can take a gamble on that if you feel lucky. And this one over here, you can eat just the roots. Breakfast, then? Yeah, that's fine. Oh, I have to ask, too, who else... Other than Ting Ting ate the cabbage cookies. I spent all night under my covers eating cabbage cookies. Did I did not them. actually eat any of them. I don't think they were Buki offered to Bob Doe, so it's all good. They're not. Bukio, so you had two dozen, just you. Yeah, I ate two dozen cookies and Ting Ting ate two dozen cookies. <laughs> so <laughs> Ting Ting is no longer with us. Um... <laughs> Ting's liver and guts are completely outside of his body. <laughs> uh, no, but Bukio, you are sitting at this feast and this food, this aroma just hits you and then all of a sudden you have to rush to the bathroom. Be right back, be right back. And uh, yeah, you I... like waddle off. Mm-hmm. I waddle off so normally. <laughs> Lynn is just like stuffing her face and like says out loud to herself, like, I can't believe Bob Doe and Boon, I don't want any of this. Yes, what a uh, unfortunate circumstance that those two are stuck outside. <laughs> just I'm outside kind of mournfully playing a harmonica. <laughs> <laughs> Once we're done eating roots, Bob Doe pulls out the remains of a cold yuchoi that he didn't finish eating on the way back from Sue's house. 
gross. Well, uh, breakfast is over. Uh, Bukio is still in the restroom, though. <laughs> uh, we don't need to go into exactly what's happening there, but I think we all know. We all know, right? <laughs> we know yes. what's happening there. Mother, I won't be eating breakfast today. I'm fasting in deference to the spirits. <laughs> I've clearly been a good influence on him. Bob Doe yells through a slit in the window. <laughs> and uh, one of the, cover that up. And one of the servants goes and like puts up a little cover on the slit. I'll, so you, I'll, I'll be out here. I'll be outside. Just right here. So Bukio was explaining that, that Bob Doe is you and your husband's brother. I, I don't know who that man is. I don't know why he would say that he's Pukio's uncle. Why Why is this older gentleman hanging out with my son? I appreciate that my mom is so nice, but she's kind of a terrible mother. <laughs> <laughs> you are running away. Exactly. So are well, you excited for Bukio to join the carnival? What? I'm sorry. What? For him to en- enjoy the carnival. No, the first thing you said. I said, yeah, I said enjoy the carnival. You said join the carnival. My boy is not joining a carnival. No, I, I heard it him. Seems... He definitely said enjoy the <laughs> carnival the first time. I have real get, good ears. Get him out. Get him out of here. Make him leave. My son is not joining a carnival. No, he's not. He, I said, I said enjoy both both times. Every time. Uh, and I think at this point, Bukio, you kind of come back out and. Uh, baby, this terrible woman is saying you're joining a carnival. Uh, I'm not joining a carnival again. I'm going to challenge that? her to an acne cut. Uh, we don't have acne guys here in Boston. <laughs> Mother, you have been so wonderful. Thank you so much for letting my friends stay over. They're going to leave right now. They better. And you're staying here. Oh, I'm going to show them to the door at least. It's only gentlemanly. <sighs> fine, fine. I have to go take a nap. All this protecting you from these terrible people has made me exhausted. It's yes, three hours I past sunrise. Enjoy your <laughs> nap. I lead my friends to the door and I kind of wave and I'm like, oh, yes, time to go back inside. I look to see if anybody's watching and I just sprint outside as fast as I can. There's like a, a house servant who just watches you and just shrugs and <laughs> shakes their head and goes back to work. They See you never, enough. Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> little <laughs> shakes his fist at you as you run away. All right. Shall we do the constables then? Um, I think our time is at hand. I am shaking with anticipation. <laughs> and uh, yes, let's go, let's go, let's go. All the bells are ringing on your outfit. <laughs> I've added a couple more since yesterday because I'm feeling extra fancy. Ooh, you're so ready. <laughs> All right, you're heading to the precinct that Detective Zimming works out of. Um, and it's a it's a small precinct. Uh, it's just in this local territory area of Bossing Se Toro District. And, um, yeah, you, like, walk in, and Detective sees you, she's like, oh, there you are. Did you find anything out for me? It was so terrible. We went to the stone kettle, 
and we were, you know, asking to get some tea. And what did I see hiding under a crate? A, a dress, bloodied and torn. Just a dress? Or? It looked like the, the exact kind of dress that someone named Rose from the upper, uh, that she would wear. That's a wild coincidence. We uh, didn't want to touch it because we thought, you know, evidence. Um, we want to let you do your job as an official detective. Also, uh, the location of the dress was significant. It was right in that place we were supposed to go check out or nearby anyway. Also, we like, found, yeah. we bumped into a witness. Somebody saw somebody running off with a person scrumming in a bag. So you might want to talk to her yourself. Interesting. Uh, where can I find this person? Oh, she's in... Uh, wait, which ring are we in? The middle ring. Yeah, she's, she's right over in the shanties. All right. Um, do you have a name for me? Yeah, it's... Uh, <laughs> make sure I get it right. <laughs> it's uh, Sume Rigma Rachel. Sume Rigma Rachel? Yeah, I think she also is just called Sue. Uh, Sue. Yeah, maybe Sue Wong or something like that. But Sume Rigma Rachel. Sume Rachel, it's so pithy. Yeah. <laughs> if you call her by that, I think you'll get the best chance of getting all that info out of her. So she really likes um, the whole the Rigma Rachel thing. I would like a trick. I would like to trick you. A ver. Are, are uh, we I, helping? I'm not rolling great. Uh, I, I would like to you mark the fatigue to help. And yes. hopefully and I, have already, also I have a five for the record the for our listeners. So uh, I will let one of you mark a fatigue. You don't have to tell me because you've already also concocted the dress story. So so mm -hmm. Lynn can mark a fatigue and there's a plus one, but someone's got to do something else in order to bump this up to a seven. Um, also, I don't mean to throw... Uh, too much onto your plate. It is early in the morning and you've probably already eaten. Um, but we have strong suspicions that there is the uh, paper lantern gang involved uh, while we were at this uh, teapot place. Side note, their teas are bad. Don't drink it when you go. Terrible, terrible I, tea. Yeah, it wasn't even hot. Um, but while I was there, I noticed... Okay, I apologize. My friend Ting Ting noticed. Ribbit. Uh Yes, thank you. That uh, there were very distinct uh, markings hidden that looked like it was probably a front for the Paper Lantern Gang. Which I'm actually not really familiar with, but Ting Ting has a checkered past. I don't ask much about it. He's moved on. We don't need to push him on it. Bob Doe scans the frog squirrel very, very closely and carefully for an uncomfortably long time looking for checker patterns. <laughs> hmm, doesn't seem right to me. Mark a fatigue. Me? No, I'm just, I'm just I kidding. I'm helping out here. We're staring at a frog for so long. My eyes are so tired. <laughs> I haven't blanked for five minutes. If we were if we were playing Call of Cthulhu, I would have you like uh, there'd be some like void thing <laughs> reaching out to you in that moment as you stare at the frog's roll. eyes. 
uh, why don't you? Uh, so that brings it up to a seven. So you can pick one of those options, Bob Doe. Okay. <clears throat> they stumble, they act foolishly, or they overcommit. Hmm. I guess stumble would be the sort of default answer of like they fall for it. Because um, I don't want I think this overcommit to might foolishly. be more. Overcommit is they are deceived for some time. Ooh, overcommit yeah. is juicy then. We need them to be yeah, sold on this for the duration of their investigation. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and we, we did want to stroke Detective Zeming's ego as well. Yes, let's hope they get gung-ho about this. That's, oh, that's fascinating. Um, Not bad for like, a bunch of unofficials, eh? Playing with her hair. And you're, you're pretty sure that this is right? Yeah. Right. Um, I swear on the monocle. My first case solved. Ah, uh, that's going to be big for me. Um, Your first uh, case? Oh. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I say that out loud? Uh, no, you didn't. No, nope, did we didn't hear, hear a thing, a thing. over here. No. Nope. We're just surprised because of how very competent you seem. And well, we didn't hear you say anything. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. They uh, didn't, but I was paying sh- attention. <laughs> just remember who solved this case if they ask you tell them that i solved this case please it oh, was all you please um could you lead me to where the, the stone kettle tea shop is we can't get too close because we don't want to be implicated but we can get you close enough to not have that happen we can get you about two stone throws and then you can hike the rest. How's that? Um, all right. I think that might work. Yeah, sure. Ting, ting, lead the way. Ooh, smart starts hopping squirrel. down the alley. It's very smart. I'm, I'm just supposed to follow that thing. We all should, yeah. Uh, onward. All right. all right, okay. Um, that thing yeah. is brilliant and it is from the Foggy Swamp, so yes. All right. Uh, okay, let's go. Uh, and uh, Ting Ting leads you all back uh, to close to where the Stone Kettle Tea Shop is. Uh, so it's just uh, down the street here, yeah? Correct. All right. Um, just around that corner, you'll see a little nook. It's kind of run down. Looks like they don't want people to have tea there, but it's sort of a tea shop anyhow. That's the place. All right. All right. Um, do you mind waiting here just so I can get in, make sure that like everything works out the way it's supposed to? All Let right, we'll hide, hide under some baskets. Please, yes, hide it as much as you want, Chase. If you need help, um, yell really loud, and we will find you some help. I'm not a really loud person at all. I don't yell very loud. Yes, and you're a competent detective. Surely you don't need assistance. Surely we can just go back up to the carnival now that, you know, Ringmaster Ringmaster Pung is no longer uh, a suspect in this trial. Uh, Why don't you plead? (laughs) (laughs) You're trying to get the prize early. Okay. Maybe Maybe the dice will be kind. (laughs) Maybe, Maybe we can hope. Give us those sixes. Hey, that's the nice. best you've rolled, I think. And there okay. we go. Best I've rolled all night. <laughs> the dice decide who will stay and who will go. Yes. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, yes, sure. Please uh, carry on. That's fine. Yeah. Oh, wow. That worked. All right. 
Thanks, Best of luck to you. Best of luck to you. I hope that I well, if you if I need any uh, more help, maybe I can put you on retainer or something. Sure, I'd be oh. honored. I'll be around here for a while. Forget the kids, though. They don't need that. They're going to do the circus and all that. So Yes, you'll never see us again. because Well, you'll see us when the circus comes back to town, but don't rely on us being here. I'll save all my best cases for when we get back. Very good. Don't, because right. I'll still be here. Please, please give it to me. Uh, but, <laughs> but anyhow, um, I'll give a, a little note with the address on it for Sume's house uh, for follow-up on the investigation. And uh, is that Sume Rigmarole? Uh, Rigmarole, Rigmarole, Rachel. There you go. Yeah, she'll get the idea if you say something else, but yeah, okay, all right. Um, well, it was a pleasure working with all of you, and uh, best of luck. Likewise, I'm gonna go find me monocle, and I'm going to go skipping off like a deer in spring. Bukio will chubbily (laughs) heave and ho to try to keep up with you. And you all make it back to the carnival. Uh, what are you doing at the carnival? Where do I'm you going go? Straight to Ringmaster Pung, my boss, my new boss. We have cleared your name. Yes. I the rest of yeah, it? I keep glancing behind me. Like, I. Do you think it worked? Do you think? Do you think we just killed a Bobby? It's not Bobby? my concern. It's not. I'm just going to be part of the circus. Oh, the, we call the the peacekeeping police people Bobbies back where I come from. It's just a thing. I don't. I apologize. No relation you. to you, I'm sure. Um, I think <laughs> that she will probably be fine. And we cut. To <laughs> Detective Zimming. Oh no. Walking up to this tea stall, and she looks around behind the back, seizes your dress hidden under the, picks it up, sees the blood on it, starts getting nervous, starts looking around. She moves the curtains away, walks down the stairs to an empty compound and we cut back to the carnival as you are walking up towards ringmaster pung and you hear screaming and chaos behind you and then you hear we've come for you pung get out of off territory and you turn around and kong is with eight of the uh, Paper Lantern gang members. Ugh, Kong, you need to move on. It's not going to happen with us. Wow, Lin, <laughs> you were right. He is obsessed. I know. We didn't come for you. We came for them. And they all take a fighting stance. This, and This might be a time know. to not associate yourselves with uh, the ringmaster just for a minute more. I look at my sheet that says Peacemaker, and I decide, maybe you're right. Um, and we are going to... I he's our friend. Now? Move Lin? into an exchange. We fight. Yes! Kong, I'm going to knock time, you out! Lin. 
it is just Ringmaster Pung. And uh, yeah, you that's... should see. And no, it's just, just Ringmaster Pung against the nine of them. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that would be terrible. That would be miserable. This is what I spent quadruple the ticket price for. <laughs> this is the this is the main event. This is actually just yeah a big part of the carnival. It's just one of the acts. <laughs> There's like a fight that you can get into. All right, um, you're all familiar with Avatar Legends. We got the three stances. We got defend and maneuver, advance and attack, evade and observe. Y'all get to decide which ones you want to do openly, and I get to choose secretly for the NPCs. Awesome. Should be able to move your tokens too. Maybe not. I just have a what black do you screen. Oh, yeah. you know. I always do this. I always forget to turn the lighting off. There you oh. go. All right, then. Just for reference, I, I don't think I can see all the fighting moves and techniques. Under training and techniques, I see patience which I know comes with my playbook. Yep, let me add them all. Oh, thank you. I mean, you could have done that too. It's locked for me. You should still be able to click and drag, no? Oh, maybe I just didn't drag it correctly. There you go. All right. What are you all taking? What's what's happening? I'm going to Lynn defend and maneuver. Preparing. Defend, or not defend and maneuver, evade and observe. Did we clear any of our fatigue from that rest last night? I, you know what? That's a good question. I yeah. was, I was thinking about it, and I think just for the fun of the one shot, keep the fatigue. All right, yeah. Yeah. I like it. I think that that makes the one shot uh, <laughs> decidedly less fun, but maybe that's just me. <laughs> I think it raises the stakes. So, all right, let me adjust my windows. I will stay put. Oh, wait, no, I'm in Defend and Maneuver by default. I'm going to go to Evade and Observe. <clears throat> oh. Well, if that's the case, then I will go to Attack and Advance. I oh, really? realize nobody else is going to do it. I'm running in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, I'm gonna, hang on. I'm going to switch over defend to Defend and Maneuver. People are up first. Uh, so, Bukio, why don't you give me a focus roll? Indeed. All right. That's not good. That's a three. That's that's not good. That is a three. But as you know, you can shift your principles and do a basic fighting technique. Correct. I'm going to shift one towards determination and yes. I'm going to seize a position. That makes sense. Where are you going? What are you doing? I am a 12 year old boy in the middle of a gang war. I am going to leap over the nearest tent and run away. <laughs> <laughs> You just came here for Bukio. the circus, you know? <laughs> Bukio just hides and cowers behind a tent. And uh, I will say to... Um, why don't you uh, mark the prepared status then? As you've got right. a little bit of cover. Lynn, you are defending and maneuvering as well? Yeah. Go ahead um, and focus. All right. Um, okay so Lynn drops down into a defensive stance that is like low and her legs are spread wide it looks almost like almost an earthbender type stance that she drops into 
um, and puts up her guard. And I'm using the steady stance move. Um, and so uh, I assume a strong steady stance. Any foes engaged with me who advance and attack this exchange have to mark a fatigue and I negate the first condition or negative status inflicted on me. Pretty dope. And then there's other stuff if that if I don't have anything inflicted. I see that. Okay. Uh, Ringmaster Pung is going to... He... He throws off his like ringmaster jacket and he's just this buff dude that just goes <laughs> sprinting towards Kong. Uh, and uh, Bukio, as you're looking to, uh, as he throws off his coat, you can actually see that he's got some like contraptions along his arms and shoulders as well. And they kind of run down his arm. Hmm. And uh, he strides right up next to Kong. And the two of them just start facing off. And advance and attack uh, is uh, Boon Lai, I think, first. All right. I will roll with the passion. That is a fail. It's a lot of misses tonight, But friends. instead, I'm going to... Move one more towards loyalty. <laughs> because this is my new family. I have officially done what I need to do, become a part of the circus. I'm gonna help them out. Alright. And I'm going to mark a fatigue. Okay. To smash. Nice. What are we smashing? I'm going to say, Mr. Pong, you could take this out of my first paycheck. And I punch the ground with both fists and two pylons of stone shoot out to knock over some of the tent poles so that the tent part of it at least will fall down on the eight gang members and hopefully you know impair them in some way to keep them out of the fight for a while absolutely they are impaired for sure all right they're like trying to like fight against this like big tarp that has fallen on top of them now and uh with that it is their turn and uh kong's turn um so the uh gang members are impaired so they are fighting against this big top tent uh for the moment uh, and they're like throwing it off and next exchange they'll be able to throw it off but kong is gonna do some pretty crazy stuff <laughs> uh kong uh kicks the ground moves his feet to the like side and kicks the ground and the earth under ringmaster pong starts caving in as you all see pong starting to sink into the ground and uh, uh, that's not good it is not because pong is now trapped oh no that is not good as half of his body he's like up to his chest and uh, needs to get out it is evade and observe so uh bob doe give me a creativity or harmony roll Okay, let's go with Harmony, my strong suit. 
Okay, the eight. Give me one. All right. I am going to use Patience, which is an Elder playbook move, to wait until the perfect moment to act. I'll mark one fatigue and gain prepared. And then I think I wait to trigger the advance and attack technique, correct? Uh, it sounds like you can use it now. Oh, even though I didn't advance an attack, I can effectively do it now? Yeah, mark one fatigue to gain prepared and use an advanced and attack technique, paying cool. its cost as normal. So if you want to, and you can mark an additional fatigue to let someone else use an advanced and attack technique Is the, against so, the same person. Yeah. Has anyone directly engaged with Kong? No, other than Pung. Other than Pung, yeah. He's trapped, though. And he's not a companion of mine. Uh, we can count him a companion. He's fighting on your side at this moment. Okay, cool. Yeah, I will <clears throat> mark myself with two fatigue. I'm going to really expend myself here. And um, I'm going to give Pung a chance to also advance an attack against Kong. As for my advance yeah. and attack, if you'd like to handle that first. Please, go for it. I'd like to use Crushing Grip of the Seas. I'm sorry, you'll what? <laughs> I'd like to use Crushing Grip of the Seas. Sorry, one more time. Crushing Grip of the Seas? <laughs> what does, is does Crushing Grip of the Seas, Steve? <laughs> I don't understand why I'm being asked to repeat this. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds so epic. It is very epic. That's why it took me aback. So the Elder gets to basically choose fighting techniques in the middle of combat that they've known it's just they haven't used it until this moment so in this moment you pull out crushing grip of the seas what happens bob doe throws a tendril of water that wraps around the let's say legs of kong and holds him firm in place i can mark a fatigue to inflict impaired on him or an additional two to inflict trapped but given that i've just already marked two fatigue uh to give myself this move and to help someone else I'm just going to mark one impaired. I'm one for the impaired. And we will impair Kong. Okay. So he is impaired. And I'll Jeez. say, how about you get stuck too, big man? <laughs> wow. All right. Wow. 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 Oh, wow. Impaired. Okay. Well, uh, with that, I believe it is, uh, if anyone wants to do anything in between exchanges, otherwise we'll move into another yeah, exchange. Do we happens. not see the immediate effect of the advance attack that I gave Pung? Oh, yes. Uh, apologies. Sorry. All good. Yes. Um, thankfully, even though Pung is trapped, his upper torso is still mobile. And that's great because what you see is you see this like clicking and whirling on the mechanisms on its arm and he like puts his hand up towards Kong and this knife just bolts out of the mechanisms in his arm into the shoulder of Kong. And he is going to strike Kong. Uh, he will mark fatigue to make Kong mark a condition. Mainly angry. <laughs> oh no, that's not yeah. what we wanted. <laughs> uh, oh, that really hurt! <laughs> I, think, I think he just made him matter. <laughs> I'm nervous. Uh, 
Does anyone want to do anything in between exchanges? Just in between, because I didn't get any negative statuses or conditions, uh, I am now empowered going into the next exchange. That is correct. Ooh, how yes, prodigious. Are. Yes, you are. Anyone else? Anyone else want to become empowered? Any snippets of dialogue? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's just move into another exchange. What stances are we taking? Defend and maneuver. Yeah, I'm saying defend and maneuver. <laughs> Advance and attack. All right. We have got a lot of advance and attack people. Uh, why don't we have... Uh, who wants to go first? It looks like all of you except for Bopto are defending and maneuvering. Yeah, so I still have afraid marked on my sheet. And so I think I am going to clear afraid by running from danger or difficulty. <laughs> I love that. Um, it would clear at the end of this scene. Indeed. Yes. Perfect. So you all just see Bukio hightail it out of there. He just books it. Faster than any 12-year-old should be able to run. He gone. Good idea. I'll take care of things here. <laughs> Bob Doe just glances over and says, wow, he, he runs very normally. <laughs> uh, how about the other two then? Uh, Bunai or Lin, you want to roll with focus? I rolled a 10. Nice. So two. Okay, so I am going to... Um, I'm definitely going to seize a position. And let me see what else I want to do. Sorry. Uh, I'll do um, retaliate as well. Um, okay. So I'm going to run up and Lin, Lin runs up to just gets herself on the other side of Kong and um, like gets into a ready position expecting him to strike out at her now that she's right up engaged with him mm -hmm. and so she's mm -hmm. okay waiting for something to happen ready to firebend ready to firebend <laughs> uh, Lai, why don't you give me a focus roll oh nice. oh i'm very focused very focused that was that a 13 13 yes oh my goodness all right two Oh, so I do a little stretch and a little stretch. And I also retaliate. I'm going to go ahead and get right up in the business. So um, Lin's on one side of Master Punk and I stand on the other side and I get ready. And then also I will use my uh, mastered ability tag team mm, nice and the ally i am going to choose i believe i have to choose which ally yeah i'm going yes. to choose master pung so i will ready myself so that when master pung makes his move i'll be right there to help him and assist he is defending and maneuvering as well oh the only <laughs> ally you have advancing and attacking is Bob Doe. Then I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna back up Bob Doe. Get ready for cool. Bob Doe to make his make his big entrance, and I will double it. Perfect. So you you look around and see that Bob Doe 
as his tendril around Kong's limb and is slowly moving towards Kong. And it is, uh, we'll do Ringmaster Pong first. Uh, you see off of his left arm uh, that um, uh, like a, a sphere starts rolling down the mechanisms towards his left arm and he grabs it and it throws it onto the ground and this entire central area just gets covered in smoke. Uh, and it's just foes that are engaged with you. Okay. Great. Uh, you are all having trouble seeing what happens. Mm. And it is Kong's turn. Kong is going to retaliate as well. He sees that you two are running up towards him and gets ready to fight against you. And then this smoke bomb just explodes in his face. Uh, it, it, oh, Actually, you know what? He doesn't retaliate. He's impaired from the grip uh, of the water, the grip of the crushing seas. grip of the sea. So he chooses one less, and that means he chooses nothing. Which means that uh, I would normally have the... Oh, the gang is free now of the tent. Uh, They've gotten themselves out of the tent. Uh, But Bobdo, it is your go roll with passion. Alrighty. I'm feeling passionate, but not really because I get a minus one to passion at all times. Oh no, I got a five. It's fine. It's fine. Just shift your principles. All right. I'm feeling uh, like I need to lean into my experiences more. Is that appropriate narratively? Or do you think uh, I should feel sh- humbled by this I experience? <laughs> it's your choice, man. Yeah, yeah. Choice. Okay. Cool. I think I accidentally moved my center i want to just get that okay there we go all right so you can choose a basic fighting technique all right so that means that my special mastered ones are off the charts or no it is off the charts yes yep you can only choose one of the three basic ones okay do i have to release the grip of the seas to do things like a strike no No, I i won't make you do that cool all right we will just strike now i can't see through the smoke correct uh, it's all again sort of happening simultaneously. So this is like as the smoke bomb is being released, you strike. So all right, yeah, I'll throw out a, I'll throw out a nice water whip with a witcha and strike. Witcha. Yeah, force. Uh, are to you going to mark fatigue? fatigue? Um, are you going to force me to mark two fatigue? Oh, or are you going to? I'm not going to mark an, uh, an additional fatigue. Okay. So I will choose and I will double it from tag team. Yes, let's get so him tired. So when the water, when the water comes. Um, as he's distracted by seeing it come in, a fist made of stone will come out and hit him on the back of the head from the other direction. Love it. Love it. Neat trick, Boonlai. Keep it up. Thank you, Uncle. Uh, uh, all right. <laughs> all right. And it is the gang member's turn. They're no longer impaired. Uh, they are... Man. Uh, they are going to smash back. Uh, actually, you know what? Uh, no, they're going to start um, 
advancing towards Bobdo and start to surround Bobdo. So Bobdo, next exchange, you cannot advance an attack. Understood. All right. This is the end of this exchange. Shall we just move on to another? I will turn to Ting Ting and I'll say, Ting Ting, um, I'm glad your brother got out of here safe, but maybe he should come back and help us. Go get him. And Ting Ting goes hopping off towards Bukio. Uh, and at the end of the exchange, the smoke clears. Pong is no longer there. <laughs> nice. Bukio, you look to your right, and Grandmaster Pong is like cowering behind the same tent you are. Shh, don't never know we're here. Quiet. Perfect. You and me, we're in this together. <laughs> yes. We'll get out of here and then we'll come back when everything's settled down a little bit. Absolutely. All right. <laughs> and the two of them just continue to cower behind a tent. Yeah. Uh, in this time between exchanges, I think for a moment, did I do the wrong thing by running away? And then the cabbage cookies hit me again. <laughs> Excuse me, Ringmaster Pung. I'll be right back. I'll be hiding <laughs> right here. <laughs> Goes running further away. Um, all right. What exchanges? I'm going to remove Pung from the board. What exchanges are we taking? What stances, I mean? Made and observe, Berlin. I will stay, defend, and maneuver. Advance and attack again. Bobdo, you cannot advance. No, that's right. I can't choose that one. (laughs) 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 Blast. Blast. Um, Let's see. Reviewing. Might this be a time, since we've now witnessed Pung's disappearance, to try to stop the combat? If you'd like to. Because, I mean, the guy lost his target. <laughs> like, sure. Is he just going to keep fighting us just because we're here? You know what I mean? <laughs> he probably is, actually. Let's try a little moment of that. You've talked to Kong. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll try. I'll try a little bit of diplomacy yeah. here for a moment. Right, and then we, right. I can choose okay. my thing if we're going, if we're for sure going to the next exchange. Absolutely. Okay. <clears throat> Let's see. I think I'm going to... Well, I can't plead because he doesn't care what I think, correct? can intimidate him. I can, and I have a plus one to intimidating. Mm -hmm. And I have just smacked him up a bit. We just gave him a four fatigue. A lot more than that. All right. Um, Bob Doe continues to hold the grip around Kong's feet. But with his other hand, he kind of gestures an open palm and says, You lost your target. We don't know where he went. Call it a truce. Or should we beat you up more? Why don't you intimidate? All righty. Show me your moves. As a player, I believe I'm in a right in the plus one. As a uh, Lynn. Nine. <laughs> did you are in your already add at that plus I one? I added the plus one, yes. So I did not hit oh, the man. ten zone. Does someone wanna 
help him? <gasps> Not Lin. <laughs> Can I help uh, Kong to make it worse? Kong, Can you unhelp me? <laughs> All right. If not, um, I get to choose one for them. I'll help. Okay. <laughs> um, that fist that punched him in the back of the head didn't fully go back into the ground. Um, and so as he's looking over, a finger just extends from it and taps him on the shoulder and then goes back and clinches and he, you can hear the rock <laughs> crunch against itself. Yes. Absolutely. Mark that fatigue. Yes. Mark that fatigue. Yes. And Opto. that is my, I am fully fatigued now. Noted. Beautiful. So close, so close. Uh, Bobdo, why don't you choose one of those four that they cannot do? They cannot run to escape and get back up. They can't back down, but keep watch. They can't give in, but with a few stipulations. Or they can't attack you, but off balance. Yeah, they can't attack. Okay. Let's see if I we can, feeling can turn the heat down. <laughs> I know, I'm sorry, Lynn. <laughs> but Bobdo is not. Kong lowers his hands alright put your hands down lads the gang members lower their hands Bob Doe will release the coil of water these carnival people have run into our territory here it's just a harmless turf war so here's the deal harmless If you didn't take any harm. Pong, if you can hear me, leave today. Never come back to the Toro district of Ba Sing Se. Agree to those terms. And we'll let you all leave safe. Wise move, I must say. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he'd like to do that. Lynn looks over at Boonlai and just goes, do you think he knows that carnivals are temporary things? <laughs> I think you think they were moving into town permanently, like some kind of business I can't have you stay here. You've got to go. I, it's I just, just, you took up so much space. Uh, I think I think this is an agreeable solution. I think they'll listen to you. Can I ask you a favor? I know it's hard because I just hit you, but I was just wondering if I could ask you a favor, Mister uh, Mister. Uh, what yeah. was it, Hunk Crunk? Uh, oh, I lost it. Did you really forget my name? I did. Yeah. In fact, the Steve did too. Whoever that is. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kong, Kong. Uh, yeah, you, go. you got it eventually. All right, there you go. Thanks for giving me time, Kong. Um, I was so there's someone who's actually really interested in purchasing one of your paper little doodads. I don't know anything about art, so uh, please no don't doodads. Don't take it personal. I just don't know anything about all that. I just know about trees that aren't turned into paper yet. But if uh, if I could somehow procure one, I'd appreciate it. Uh, uh, sure. It's a plead now. You've helped a broker somewhat of a, a peaceful. Do I reroll plead or no? Uh, I want another plead for this. Yeah, this is a different ask. All right. Yeah. Oh yes. Hey. Ten full hit. Nice. So someone's interested in my art. <laughs> yeah, my my friend Sume really wanted it. She said those lanterns were phenomenal. Well, 
Is your friend rich? Nah, she lives in a shanty, unless she's just not spending on housing, which is less common, but it could be. Maybe. I just would love to find someone to sponsor me. Love to get out of the gang business, just make paper art, but it's so hard, I'm just so big and angry! That, that, that does sound <laughs> like a tough existence. And you <sighs> know what? Maybe we can actually arrange that for you. I might know somebody. I might know someone named Bookio who has lots of money somewhere. Uh, I come <laughs> kind of jangling back in with a piece of toilet paper attached to my shoe. <laughs> Where is my squirrel frog? Uh, and you see that Ring- Ringmaster Pung comes around the corner and he's holding your frog. He's like, this is the most incredible thing I've ever met in my life. It has to join the circus. He's going to be a star. Ribbit. I pull out the remainder of the Yuan that I got from my jade necklace and I hand it out towards Kong and say, I shall be your first patron. It's an acceptable deal. Are you going to leave today, Pong? Absolutely. We'll leave momentarily. We'll pack up and be out before you even knew it. All right, then. I won't kill any of you. I'll just make you paper art. This guy is really good at not killing people. Can I just say that? I think we can all agree he's really good at it. Yeah, some might even say he's bad at killing people. Well, some might. But no one is saying that at the moment, thankfully. That's good. (laughs) I'm just... Remember what little really talk we had about side. community land? I had an opportunity to fight and you ruined it, and now I need to fight. Oh, serenity, Lynn, serenity, serenity, you, serenity, 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 serenity. Then <laughs> you and I, you and I can fight later, and you can let it all out. I mean, don't hold back; it'll be great. Oh my God, Bob Doe, you're obsessed with me now too. <laughs> no, I didn't. You're way too. Never mind. (laughs) Uh, And the avatar music starts fading into the background as you have stopped a fight. You have uh, blamed Kong for Rose's kidnapping. And you all got what you want. There's a few after credit scenes. Yeah, can we do after credit scenes, please? Absolutely. If we have time for everybody. What I'm wondering is, okay, so we we did end up with one child from the upper ring getting taken by the circus, not the one that we expected. Does Bobdo get arrested by my parents because they think he kidnapped me? As long as I have a, uh, another monocle in my possession when I get arrested, I will be a happy prisoner. Yes. Uh, here's what happens, um, Bobdo. Like as they're like tearing down, you do find the monocle. Oh, it was just and here. It's oh. it's also at this point too that Master Ringmaster Pung is talking to both Bukio and Boon Lai, and he goes, "All right, now that you've joined the circus, it's time we let you in on our little secret." We steal things. I knew it. My investigation <laughs> is concluded. You stole this monocle. You were not there. 
Oh. <laughs> I, I don't know <laughs> that. She's yelling that into the ether. Alone, wherever he is. Bob does just I standing in the corner. Because he finds it. it elsewhere. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> Waving his fists. You can see that all the pretense of the scared ringmaster drops and he's like, are you good for that? Can you learn how to pick a pocket? Boon Lai looks concerned and a little trepidatious, and then he looks to Ting Ting. Ting Ting? Ribbit. Ribbit. You are the boss. Ting Ting says he actually comes from a large criminal family um, and has some ties that you may find useful. So he's completely in, and whatever he does, I do. So yeah, we're good. <laughs> no problem stealing. That was a packed uh, sentence. I love that. You got I, that from two crows. Can I adopt your frogs, frog squirrel as a son? <laughs> that is incredible. Absolutely. Sharp inhale from Bukio. <laughs> well, I will say he does have a brother. They're hard to separate the family, so. And I gestured to uh, Bukio. I understand. I know. The kid's in too. Can you keep up, kid? I can always keep up. You may walk normally, but it's very fast. <laughs> that might help when you're picking some pockets. All right. That's the idea. Fall in, tear down the tents with the rest of the crew. We'll start training you tomorrow. <gasps> like the turtle ducks to water, we will take to this. That we will. Uh, and <laughs> it cuts to... Um, Hmm. Bob Doe, what do you think about visiting your friend Sume Rigama Rachel? I think that sounds lovely. You're sitting in her living room. She's telling that was the most that was crazy. I can't believe that I told that to those detectives. And then there's a knock on the door. Uh oh. Uh should I should I disguise myself or hide or something? I mean, we don't know what it is. Could be anything. Could just be... Uh... That's exactly my thought. And then he just shoves himself into a pantry. <laughs> uh, the, do you hear the door open? You hear, all right, I know he's here. We're going to have to take him in. All right, look around, find him. Where is he? And you hear a bunch of like doors opening and the pantry opens. You see, you well, see, you see, you of... see the pantry slightly creaked open anyway because Baudo doesn't quite fit. There's like a Stay little there, bit there. of belly pushing out the pantry door. They like immediately go to the pantry and open it up and three detectives, including Detective Zimming, are there and say, All right, Bob Doe, so the, uh, there's a family up in the upper room that I have uh, put out a warrant for your arrest. They said that you kidnapped their son. Uh, said you're just generally like a creepy person. So we're going to have to bring you in. Uh, and I'm, unfortunately, oh, uh, that's man. it. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta be all I did was sleep in their backyard it wasn't That's... even a particularly nice yard it had, is... had invasive plants it had I'm I'm begging you what you say cannon will be used against you so just <laughs> I would stop talking right now oh, I, I don't know about all your customs but uh, alright I'll no just stop just don't say anything okay about... I'm done I'm done no, talking no all right, yeah. no, you're still. <laughs> it's definitely over now. We're. Uh, <sighs> yeah. All right, take them away. All right, we'll and they uh, lead you out. <laughs> all right, see you later then. 
You're just mumbling and talking as you leave. Yeah. You just see you hear more Malifors spilling out as he's muttering on his exit. He's like, oh well, I guess I could try to sneak out of the prison, but I'll I'll burn that bridge when we get to it. Stop talking. <laughs> uh and uh Lynn. Lynn, how about this? In the lower ring. We like open and we just hear like a large crowd. <sighs> and we start zooming into this giant hallway and the light invades our view. And when the light recedes and we can see again, we see this arena, this fighting arena. And there are people sitting around it and they are cheering and watching as these two benders are like going at each other and big hits left and right and uh eventually like this rock slide comes around from the back and knocks the firebender out falls down unconscious crowd goes wild and then the announcer comes on and goes and next up we've got another firebender Lynn from the Fire Nation, will you join the ring? All right, it's gonna happen today. I'm gonna bend, and she just like runs down to the opening under the ring. And you're squaring off against the same Earthbender, and you hear the three, two, one, ding, and rocks start flying towards you. And what does Lynn do? Lynn is, uh, we didn't get to really see it, but she's a very competent hand-to-hand combatant. And so she starts yeah. just like weaving around the, the rocks that are coming at her with ease. None of them are touching her. Um, she's she's moving like uh, like she was born to do this. And she gets up close and uh, it looks like she's going to hit the guy. And she just like puts her hands out like she's trying to force fire out at him and nothing <laughs> comes out of her hands. And there's a moment of pause and the earthbender just looks at you incredulous and then throws up a, a rock pillar that like knocks, hits you in the chin and knocks you unconscious. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Maybe we'll see some fire bending from her next week. <laughs> and... I like to imagine that's like the fourth or fifth week. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's happened before. Oh, yeah. 100%. <laughs> and that would be where the vanishing act ends. Guys, we did it in one night. We did Ooh, it. Yeah. We did it. Incredible. Yeah, we I wasn't thinking incredible. we'd wrap it up. Even as of 15 minutes ago, so. I was like, nah. I didn't think so. I didn't think so. But we did it. We did it. Did you guys have fun? I had fun. Oh, yeah. Dude, um, surprise. Turns out being a player in this game actually kind of rules. <laughs> One day, one day, one for day, me. just don't get there. <laughs> That's right. Well, we had a blast playing with people like Johnny and Steve, who are on Flying Bison Podcast, but also Christian and Ned. And if uh, people want to know more about you guys or listen to you guys, where can they do that? Yeah, we are all over social media at Improv Tabletop. That's where uh, that's our handle across all platforms. ImprovTabletop.com. And you can find us in all the major podcatchers, I suppose. 
Uh, and we've got Avatar stuff and Fate stuff. If you want just Avatar, just listen to the Avatar. But if you like the Fate stuff too, not going to hurt you. Maybe, I think. <laughs> Some of them are a little wild. <laughs> well, thank you so much for playing with us. And uh, I can give a recommendation you guys to do great work at Improv. It's amazing. Talk, so. Yeah, I, I love the yeah, Avatar stuff that you guys do. Yeah, yeah, very cool. Well, thanks so much. Just and, uh, I maybe we'll play one again. final. Yeah. Rep- all right. Well, I had a blast playing with all of you. Uh, I hope I get to find some time to play again. That was a ton of fun. Yeah. Thanks so much for right all on. of us to find by some podcast. See ya. Bye. Bye. Flying Bison Podcast is an independent podcast. If you feel like directly supporting the show, please check out our Patreon. While the Flying Bison Podcast seeks to emulate the tone of Avatar The Last Airbender, this is an improv tabletop role-playing game, and the actors may briefly depict scenes with more mature story elements. Avatar Legends is developed and produced by Magpie Games. The worlds of Avatar The Last Airbender and Avatar The Legend of Korra are property of Viacom CBS. Intro music is Dizu by Sendai. And outro music is Tokyo Funk by LATG Music. Logo and art by Kate and Matthew Menke. You can find more of their work at pomican.com. Link in the show notes.